And we are live and we are popping. Listen, um, we've been past two minutes because we've been live, so I'll let all the pleasantries get the fuck out of the way. So I will not give you my AM radio voice. I will say welcome to the motherfucking ish that we talk. Wow. I am the co- Nah, I ain't the co-host. I'm the real host. I'm the host of this shit. But I always say I'm a co-host because I got two bad motherfuckers behind me. But anyway, uh, I am Lele. I am with the lady that pushes all the bells and the whistles. Everybody give a round of applause for Lindsay. Hi, guys. I always said, and I'm going to keep on saying it, if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't be able to give you the itch that we talk. Um, Breezy Bree. She is not available right now. Um, you know, we wish her the best. We uh pray that that Reebok contract is uh great because you don't like practice. Let's <laughs> move on to what we're doing right now. Hey, I got a special guest out there. I got uh Jazzy with me. If y'all don't know who Jazzy is, Jazzy is my girlfriend. She's uh frequented the show a couple times and she's just in the background. And she's going to give us a lot of rebuttals. Again, this is the ish that we talk. I love for you ugly motherfuckers to come in and join us. Now, <laughs> let's get back to business. Um, you can catch us on, let me pull this up, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review so we can continue to give you the ish that we talk. Now, Lindsay, how's your health? How's your wealth? How the fuck have you been doing? I've been doing well. You know, I just had a birthday. Shout out to me. Shout out. Bam, 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 bam. So, uh, yeah, just, you know, here. Thanks. Thanking the Lord that he gave me another year, you know? So how have you been? I have been as been can been. <laughs> Simple as that. I've, I've had my trials and tribulations. I have my ups and downs. You know what I never didn't have? It's the ill will to keep it moving. I have been popping. I have been uh, making sure... Uh, Things have uh, gone swell out with my family and my team, so I cannot complain. That's awesome. That is awesome. <clears throat> Love to hear it. Um, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, it's been a day. So. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to get into these topics? Let's get into the motherfucking topics, y'all. Um, Right, so where should we go first? Um, let's start light. <laughs> so Young Jock. <clears throat> yeah, Young Jock. Uh, Mr. is going down himself. Um, it went down in his bank account. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he sent a Zelle, uh, which... If anybody doesn't know, um, Zelle is a way that you can send money from bank accounts to somebody else, from your bank account to somebody else's bank account. Um, I've used it before. It's pretty cool. Um, 
Well, he sent a Zelle uh, to the amount of $1,800 to somebody that he did not know. Then tried to get the money back. And the person, like, you know, went unresponsive. Then he screenshotted the text messages that he sent. Put them on Instagram and asked the world to call this person to have this person send him the money back. Uh, so let's go over the Texas. The Texas are as follows. Hi, can you please return the $1,800 that I mistakenly sent to your account with Zill? I don't know you, nor do you know me. Please do the right thing. God has a bigger blessing for you. I know you've blocked my number, and that's okay. I just need the $1,800. That was sent to your account via Zill. Via um, Lily, what, what, what would you have done? If you were the recipient of $1,800 from Mr. Young Jock. Okay. (laughs) Before I even go on my rant, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this. Hey, every um, celebrity in America, we know not all of y'all are rich. Um, Not all of y'all are like popping. Um, Bags don't flow like they supposed to flow. At the same time, you got to take this L, my nigga. Like, ain't no motherfucking way. You going to send me 1800 motherfucking dollars. And I'm going to send it back to you, young jock. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's like the young boy that uh turned over all that money uh from the bank that one time. And they gave him like $300. And that shit was like damn near half a million. Yeah. Like no, nah. or like, or like the dude that found like the six hundred dollars in the wall at the church at um, Joel Olstein Church. He found like six hundred thousand dollars, and they gave him, I think, maybe like ten, twenty thousand. Yeah, see, yeah. fuck all that. Listen, you what the f- Jock? What the fuck you mean? God got a bigger blessing than me. You know what was a blessing? That I woke up that morning and I seen young Jock gave me eighteen hundred fucking dollars. <laughs> I don't even know you, my that nigga, and you sent right. me eighteen hundred dollars. You think I'm gonna send it back? Man, you got my mama fucked up, G. Right. Like, ain't no way in the fucking world. That legit is the blessing. <laughs> God got a bigger blessing for you. If you broke, just say that. And I'm not saying it like that because I'm gonna trip off eighteen hundred dollars too. Not that I don't have $1,800, but I'm going to still trip off of $1,800. But you are yeah. jock. You think if this happened to Diddy, Diddy would have said the same shit? Mm-hmm. You think if it... I, I ain't even going to say Diddy. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a mention a nigga from Atlanta. You think if it happened to Jeezy, <laughs> Jeezy would have did the same shit? This is the thing about Zell, because I literally just sent a Zell yesterday. Um... The thing about Zelle is that they ask you to confirm. So you confirmed that this was the place that you wanted to send the money. And then when you do send money like that, there's no way of you getting it back, like going through like your bank or 
they'll themselves like you can't get the money like they're not going to do it they're going to say you know sorry sorry for you you know so <clears throat> that's on you you looked at my number yeah and confirmed that yeah you giving it to my number yeah then i just woke up with you cannot i'm sorry listen you would have to be somebody that i know personally that you know maybe you just had a drunken night or whatever and I felt a certain way, but young Jock can't send me eighteen hundred dollars and expect me to send that shit back. Yeah, I'm gonna just keep it one hundred with you, and I don't give a fuck uh, how any of y'all paint me and say, you know, I'm, uh, you know how niggas uh, do, you know how you you old zesty ass niggas be like, it's giving off, bro. I don't give a fuck, bitch ass nigga. That's like um, three months of rent uh, and bills and all that. You got me fucked up, my nigga. Wait, time out. Three months of where you stay at? Where three months of? Look, I don't, I, don't, I stay in the inner city, so it don't okay. cost that much. Okay. <laughs> you know, it don't cost that much. I, I pay a mortgage, but what I'm saying is, and uh, I, I'm putting in perspective of a nigga that got eighteen hundred dollars. Okay. Like if you stand in if, if you stand in the city, and you got a, a two bedroom, one bed, uh, one uh, bath, okay. you you probably paying like maybe eight nine hundred. You yeah. gave me 18. That's like I said, that's like two months worth of rent right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I hear that. I'm not, I, man, come on, man. Stop playing with these niggas. <clears throat> yeah. You did that shit. And then you, you know what I'm saying? You double back on it, like on some, uh, God got a bigger blessing. What's the bigger blessing, my nigga? <laughs> this was the blessing. <laughs> like, I, I, I just, I, I fail to realize what the bigger blessing is. The bigger blessing is what? You're going to play me like these white boys play everybody. I'm going to give you back the money, and then you're going to shot me out. I might get 500 more followers. Nigga, fuck you. I don't want this $1,800. Hey, you'll get, you'll get a little snippet on the local news. Man, hell maybe, no. maybe you'll have like a little spot on his morning show where he told the story, and then he calls you to confirm that his story was true. I don't know. But I did. I, 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 I or you can have the eighteen hundred dollars. How about that? Right. <laughs> right. And and I hate to say it like that, Jock. Uh, Jock, but uh, you just ain't pushing enough for me to give you back your money. Now you know who I would give the money back to. Who? If say T Pain would have uh, sent me some shit and told me he need the eighteen hundred. You know why? Uh, T uh, T Pain got a bigger venue than you. No, I'm not even looking at it like that. I'm looking at like your the um, the net worth you have. Like Jack was at one point was on the Forbes list. He was. You know what I'm saying? So this eighteen hundred dollars you probably you know shit out. I, I, apparently you don't, cause you <laughs> asked for it back. You asking heaven so, for it back. You asking the world. You asking the world for it back. back. <laughs> but my thing is, if T Pain would have did it, T Pain got um apps out. He got a podcast. He just did a tour. I, now, if I'll give it back to T-Pain because it's going to be speculations into that. You're going to boost me the fuck up, my nigga, because I know you got way over 200,000 subscribers. I'm going to need at least 50,000 of them. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to do that. Right. Well, yeah, you're definitely going to have to. Jock can't do that uh, for you. Right. You're definitely going to have to shout us out on Instagram, the ish we talk, available on all uh, platforms. You know. You're gonna have to put it. <laughs> yes, you're gonna have to put us on your podcast. Right, you got.
on ours. You yeah, know. you got to guess ours, period. Right. Your whole crew got to guess on ours. Right, right. We got to make it a whole event. Got to come to the town, you know. We got to have drinks by Pam Pam. Right. <laughs> like all get that shit. 1800 in cash. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the so, only way it would happen. Right. Other than that, I'm not giving Young Jock back his money. I hate to say it like that because that sounds like, you know, a broke-ass nigga. But at the same time, me as being a regular guy, Mm -hmm. I'm not giving you back your motherfucking money, Jock. You you fucked up. Right. Derek says, um, what he do send two different Zells because as far as I know, Zell only allows you to send a max of a thousand a day to one person. Yeah, I don't know how much Zell allows you. Two, so if he sent two to one person, that makes it even worse. Yeah, that you know? all that means is you got promised pussy you didn't get. Yeah, like that makes it even worse. If we gonna get into that perspective, my yeah. nigga, that just means that you pay for pussy that you didn't get. He's like, hey man, <laughs> can he, I get my eighteen hundred back? And he a no. whole married person. He a whole married person. No, no you got <laughs> yeah, you got you, you getting blocked and you out of here. Stop trying to buy pussy, young jock. Right, like, and when I tell you the gifts and the memes behind this were hilarious, that yeah, I ran through that shit. Oh, <laughs> they were hilarious. They was like, Jock, can I have my eighteen hundred back? Me. And they doing the bank head bounce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the one that got me is when they was like, John, um, God has bigger blessings for you. And they had the meme where that motherfucker was like, yep, that'll do it. <laughs> you ain't never got to worry about me seeing you no more. Because, yeah, what the fuck? Right. God ain't got no blessings for me. Except right. that one, nigga. Right. I'm gone. Yep, that, about, that is the blessing, Jock. Like, you idiot. Like, that is the blessing. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Like, how are you trying to Elon Musk us, nigga? Right. You trying to, like, do the Jedi mind trick. You ain't got you know no, you don't have no liability into this. None. None. That shit was hilarious. Now, <clears throat> all jokes aside, me personally, I probably would have gave the money back because of karma. Man. I, I am a true believer in karma. So. I probably would have been like, ah, here you go. Don't let it happen again. Karma ain't going to hit you for a nigga that, you know what I'm saying, was on a Forbes list at one point in his life but, and then and then asked to blow his money. He's still blowing his money. It's a lesson to you, Jock. I agree. I agree. But this is the thing, because you didn't know that was Jock prior to him putting it on the internet. You know what I'm saying? He didn't put his name in Texas or anything like that. So if I would have got like an extra eighteen hundred, I would have been like, like I'm leery about that shit because I've received, I haven't received bills, but I've received extra deposits, and I'm like, WTF? Where's this money coming from? I need to figure this out. Like, are y'all trying to pay me my PTO and fire me on the cool? Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's where my mind goes. So I try to figure this shit out when I get extra deposits. Yeah, you so. better than me. I got an extra deposit one time, and you know what I did? What? Cash that bitch and close that whole account. <laughs> so y'all ain't even gonna get a chance to even act like, uh, oh yeah, we need that back. Nah, that motherfucker is no longer here. Dude, let me tell you, I got an extra deposit probably like ten years ago for my night job, and my night job is seasonal. So it was right before I got called back to work that I got this deposit. 
So it was an extremely random deposit because I wasn't getting paid while I'm laid off, you know. So <clears throat> I called every number I had to try to figure out what they're doing by giving me this money. And it took me a minute, but I found out. Because anybody that knows my night job, it's like hell trying to call, try to figure out something. But yeah, I was like, y'all not trying to fire me before I get, before I come back. And there's no reason for me to get fired, but y'all figure out a way. And I ain't got time. So, yeah. And then I just got an extra deposit like a month ago from them to where I was like, WTF? Are y'all trying to play me? What is going on? So, yeah, I just need to read my emails. That's all. But. Yeah, I, I ain't got played like that from, from, from my current job. But I can tell you about a job that I worked for, um, I'm going to say, maybe 10, 11 years ago. And uh, they everything was, uh, was at the normal said direct deposit. I got a check out of nowhere for like $2,500 from this company. Mm. I said, mm, okay. I called my general manager. He said he didn't know nothing about it. So I was like, bet. That's all I needed to hear. I closed the fuck out of that account. <laughs> Went right up to the main right. office and was like, okay, yeah, I got hacked, so here's my new bank information. I didn't even get pegged for that shit. Oh, wow. Nobody right. even came to me about it, because right. whatever y'all was doing, y'all was doing some fraudulent shit anyway. Right, and it right. just ended up slipping into my shit. You know who ain't going to tell? Me, know what y'all just lost? Twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm not to chop that shit up. Y'all figure it out. And I went on about my motherfucking mm-hmm. business. Yeah. <laughs> soon yeah. as he said, I don't know what you're talking about. I closed them. I'm talking about thirty minutes later. Oh right. uh, yeah, close that bitch out. <laughs> Stay less. Right. I got it. <laughs> but yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I got a text talking about you can send the extra deposits my way. <laughs> yeah, man. Shit, Jock. I, I love you to death, Jock, man. Come on, man. Meet me at the mall that's going down. You yeah, know, like I, I literally. Mean, I seen you get the shits uh, slept out of them uh, listening to that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like literally. But yeah, um, I know they talked about it on The Breakfast Club and DJ Envy said that he had sent somebody via jail $5,000 and he sent it to the wrong person. And he tried to get it back, and it didn't happen. But, I mean, you just got to take that L. You got to. You do, you know. Now, I'm going to I'm going to make sure that whoever I'm sending that money to, it's them. You know what I'm saying? Jock, like, why are you stressing over $1,800 a month? That's day? my thing. Like, $1,800? Like, like, they playing like that? Like, you just did a Vlad interview when you was talking about how your little nine thousand, you know what I'm saying? A nine hundred and ninety-eight uh, dollar uh, watch didn't mean nothing to rap niggas, cause you know niggas be wanting to bust down and all that. Your shit still costs damn near ten racks. You basically want what you want to say was ten racks, but you was being uh, uh, a real tax uh, suave, and you and you said nine thousand nine hundred or something. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, if you got on a 9900 and something watch, why are you tripping off $1,800? And that's just me. Like I said, I love you, Jock. I, I think, you know what I'm saying? When you hit the scene and you, you did whatever you did, even the things you do now, uh, 
You still getting a bag while you tripping off of 1800. Yeah. To the point where she took it to the internet. Like, damn, like, what, it, it, what was it? One of the, you know what I'm saying? Was it, was it uh, a baby mama? Was it a, a mistress? Was it a, uh, again, was it somebody you was just paying for pussy? Like, Maybe he was sending it to his baby mama. You know, he got a new baby mama. Yeah, like, what was it about? Like, it, it's got to be something behind that because uh, you made that issue about Jock ain't broke. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. If you ain't broke, you ain't worried about that $1,800. Even if you was like, oh, shit, they might hack me because they got my information. I don't know how you thought that, but just in case you did, <laughs> um, just move your money yeah. and keep it pushing. Just take that $1,800 as a loss. Shit, yeah. Kanye spent $1,800 on, on goddamn um, shit, uh, shoelaces for them big-ass boots he got on. <laughs> shit. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you know, just, just consider it a blessing, Jock. You know, you bless somebody. That's the biggest blessing God can yeah, uh, give. Stop talking about God got a bigger blessing for you, nigga. Because right. nobody wants to yo shout out to no fucking viewers. Right. Like, <laughs> fuck what you talking about. Right. So, Sorry. So yeah. So yeah. So shout out to Young Jock for being in the blessing business. But <laughs> <laughs> not the blessing. Niggas <laughs> in the blessing business every month. Right. It's going down. <laughs> In your zeal. Like, right. what the fuck? Right. He's disrespectful. That could be a whole thing for his morning show. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It could be. Yeah, just get sponsors and stuff. See, we trying to we trying to help you out how to capitalize on this mishap. You trying know? to get you a bag. Yeah. Because you thought you lost a bag. Right. You just never know. man. What is it? Minor setback for a major comeback? Man. There you go. So, moving on. Um... <clears throat> So, uh, 50 Cent, 50 Cent has been in the news recently um, for his situation with his oldest child. His son, uh, Marquise Jackson, has been trying to reach out to him. I think he's like, what, 25 now? Mm-hmm. And he's been trying to reach out to him and whatnot. And um, it's kind of like a sad situation because they have like zero relationship right now and it's been like that for some years and he just really wants a, um you know a, a relationship with his father and 50 is not in the building for it <clears throat> at all um it's been a lot of turmoil over the years um and it's mainly like a situation between him and uh, Marquise's mother. And, you know, that trickled down to his son. And so now his son is an adult and he's just like, you know, want to put all the BS to the side and have a relationship with his dad. His dad went on the breakfast club. They asked him about it and he was just like, yeah, no, it's some other stuff. This, that, and the third. So, um, what are your thoughts on it? Do you think that they should go on ahead and have a conversation or is it a done deal? 
Like, because a lot of people are taking 50 sides, you know. But it's been a lot of BS between the parents. And I can see why, like, if he doesn't really have too much um, communication with his dad and he's only hearing his mom's side of it, and then he's seeing that his dad is not fooling with them all together, then I can see why he would lean towards his mom, you know. And then we don't know the mom. We ain't. I've never seen her do an interview, or her. I don't. I don't even know what she looked like to be honest. But um, I know what she looked like. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, what? What are your thoughts? You know, on that. I'm gonna say this, y'all, and I'm gonna keep it totally one. Oh, before you do that, um, Derek says he went. About it in the wrong way. Try to pull a 50 move on 50 and it backfired. You are totally correct. Um, but he's 65. Uh, he got it on him. Rico, Rico Strong Clone, you are totally correct. Um, what I will say is this. It is no way in the world when um, for the past 20 plus years, I've been handling this situation outside of the cameras with you. And now you decide as a grown man that you want to bring these cameras back into this situation. You acting just like your mother. I am uh, in 100% agreements with 50 just for the simple fact of this. I don't know how everybody who was listening to us um, was raised, but when I wanted a relationship with my dad, I didn't call everybody in the family. I called my dad. And um, I didn't get the relationship that I needed, but that was my lesson. That's the same thing that 50 son needs to do because uh, one thing about my mother, my mother never said anything bad about my father. I had to realize that and watching my father. Um, 50 Cent's baby mama has ran him through the dirt for a long time, 20 plus years. So when your son does that, you have have no choice but to get back on defense mode. Because for one, uh, you asking for child support and you're a grown ass man. For I, didn't, two. I didn't think he was asking for child support. Well, excuse me, not asking, but talking about child support. Mm-hmm. You're talking about child support and you're a grown ass man. For two, um, if you felt this way, like if you really wanted to have a conversation with your dad, you know your mama get in contact with him. Why didn't you try to do it on the snake? You gotta you you really gotta understand like the the demographic of how this goes for real life. You tried to play the game where if I put the media into it, I got to force his hand. You ain't... If anybody played me like that, you're going to force my hand to back the fuck off of you. I I know what I'm saying. Not to say, you know, you're not going to feel hurt about it because that's your son. But I've been estranged uh, from you. Like, let's not get it twisted. 
we've been doing this for years with 50 Cent Baby Mama and 50 Cent uh, uh, Oldest yeah. Son. We've been doing this for years, back and forth. And one time, you know, at, at one point, he was siding with his mama, saying everything wasn't right. Yeah, because the side that he was here. Yeah. So I, I get that. Exactly. Yeah. The thing is, if you felt any of that was flower, you should have tried to speak to 50 yourself. I, I can I, I can only age. say that. Yeah, underage. I can only say that because that's what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, the blessings of my mother is my mother never talked bad about my father. I had to realize who my father was by observing him myself. Yeah. But because <clears throat> I think we're kind of similar in that situation. Like our mothers never talked bad about our fathers. And um even though, like, I always knew my dad, but he wasn't around like a dad should be around. But, um, yeah, I can say that my mama never spoke ill will on him. But if we were in the situation where our mother did, and, you know, the mother is the person that, you know, that you see every day that provides for you, you know, that has your best, that's supposed to have your best interests at heart, you know, and you trust them wholeheartedly, especially when you're underage and under their rules and what have you. So if this person that you trust with your life is telling you that this person is bad news, I can't see you thinking no other way. So I can't fault him while he was underage, under his mom, seeing, you know, you know, trusting her word. I can't see him being like, oh no, you're 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 not you're not telling the truth about my dad. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going off of the person that's there with you every day. So I I get that. And I also get him being an adult saying, like, hey, um, I'm an adult now, I kind of see how things move as an adult. Can we have a conversation? And then you and then on top of that, the tactics that he's going about it, you can't really be mad about that because he's pulling a you on you. That is his splitting image right there. He's doing the same shit that 50 would do. He's probably tried it behind the scenes and the shit didn't work. You know what I'm he saying? He didn't. Well, how do we know that he did it? He didn't. How do we know that? You know why? Because um, and his rebuttal to 50 Cent's uh, uh, Breakfast Club interview, mm-hmm. the first thing he said is, y'all seen me try. Why do we have to see you try? Well, yeah, we have seen him try, but we, but he's not saying that's the but only he way didn't he say, tried. But he didn't say that. That's the thing. It, it, because 50 straight up said, if that, if he wants to talk to me, why do you have to call TMZ first? And which I totally understand. Because if you want to talk to me, come talk. But if is if he your mother accessible? Yeah. And he already broke it down to, and um, that, he 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 was uh he text he text messages and he talks to his mother so you can get that number. Why didn't you come to me? You come to everybody else because you think you're gonna play my whole card. You can't play my whole card on me. This is how I look at it. And see, because at first I was like, you know, this is a situation where you know it's kind of iffy. But when I heard him say, you see, you you see where he's saying, and I'm like, oh well, fifty cent is making sense because. If you got to go through all these parties to talk to me, knowing you don't have to, you can just directly talk to me. Yeah. Then it's for something else. 
If you want well, something is, else, just well, say what that. What is the other? What is the something else? The something you know, else mama. is you still like Fifty said. You still mad because your mama mad. So just say that. Like now you put it off like I'm a deadbeat. Check this out. I was giving you. I was giving your baby mama. I mean my baby mama half a million dollars a year. She yeah. took me to court thinking she was gonna get more, and the judge that. said yeah. that she only gets sixty-seven hundred dollars. That's not me. That's the judge. Right. You're mad because your mom's mad. Just admit that, and don't try to put me on black. Don't try to uh, do a me when you don't have receipts. I have receipts. But he has. I mean, he has. Like I said, he's going off of what his mom is saying. You know what I'm saying? Because he don't have the whole story. And because you don't have the whole story. Don't go somewhere else. Come directly to me. I, I'll give you that. I give you that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that his tactics are right. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like he shouldn't. Uh, I feel like they should come together. They should have came together a long time ago. But it ain't like Fifty Cent has been like the perfect angel in this shit too. Because allegedly, supposedly, didn't he burn down his baby mama house? Like, did he not go to his son's graduation regardless on their on their relationship? Because I feel like if he if he was a if I feel like he should have at least went to the graduation, even if they weren't communicating, even if he wasn't going to sit with the family, he could have sat in the back. You know what I'm saying? By himself. But just to be there, be in the building. You know what I'm saying? But he's but he put out that whole all oh, they didn't tell me when it was. But you paid a tuition. So it wouldn't have been nothing for you to go to that grade or find out when the graduation was to go. Like I feel like there's there's fault on both ends. You know what I'm saying? I, so I, I like fifty ain't fifty ain't um perfect. No. Nah. You know? And and fifty is flawed in this situation too. And at the end of the day, you're the adult. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is it that you were so absent to where your where the baby mama could have painted you in this light? You know what I mean? Because if you were present, like you should have been, the baby mama couldn't have said too much or nothing to paint you in that negative light. You know what I'm saying? So Marvin uh, says he was running with and taking pics with Supreme Son, the son of a nigga that tried to off him. No loyalty whatsoever. Yeah, he did do that. But I mean, that that's, there's no excuse with that. That was foul. But the boy is hurt in the same breath. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have his he doesn't have his father. And in the same breath, your father is a famous person that is in his other son's life heavy. You gotta see that. You know what I mean? But this is my thing. And you know, maybe I'm just playing devil's advocate, or maybe I'm just doing this because I'm, you know what I'm saying, like a man or uh, or however. It's nowhere in the world that is a man. Like, let's 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 put this out on, on perspective. Men want sons. That's what we want. That's what we 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 try to breed. We try to breed sons. So it's it's no way that a man, especially a fifty cents caliber at that time, that that would stay away from his son unless um it was discrepancies, you know what I'm saying, with his baby mama. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like you said, I'm not saying 50 cents a saint out of this, but I'm saying it is something terribly wrong in the situation of motherhood where it gets to a situation where 
You can watch this nigga be A1 to another son and totally disband himself from the other. Like, not deal with, not do all that, because it's what the mother is saying to him. The mother is is, is giving him these lies and this, this, this rhetoric where, remember, for, for a minute, they were beefing, beefing. Yeah. He burned down her house. That's allegedly. Allegedly. That's allegedly. Let's 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 do that. But let's just uh get to the perspective of through all this. If you really wanted to have a a sit down and a talk with me, a powwow, as you say, mm-hmm. it should not involve the world. It shouldn't. And, and, know what I'm saying? There's no way. Like 50 Cent son, if he really wanted to connect with him, he would just he he knows his mom his mother connects with him all the time, arguing and all that. Why don't he just be like Are they hey. still doing that? Yes. 50 brought that out on the interview. She just did an interview. She did? Yeah. This is this is way, way. Where you know the lady was telling her, like, I don't understand, like, what was he supposed to do for you, like, at one point? So Okay, we know that this is the same kid that was in the Wankster video. So that was like at the very beginning mm-hmm. of him. Of him. 2001, 2002 ish? Yeah, 2 or 3. Um, but that was, the, that was like the, the very beginning of him being like mainstream. Not the beginning of his career, but mainstream. So, what happened? Because like he, he was around then. So, what happened between then? And when they stopped, was it because he became a superstar? They wasn't together. But they probably weren't together before Wankster, right? Exactly. They wasn't together. Yeah. She just figured because he was on TV, he mm-hmm. was worth money. So this nigga bit the bullet and was giving her a half a million a year. Yeah. She thought because, you know, after all the record sales and all that, like, keep in mind, this nigga bit the bullet, like I'm saying. He bit the bullet and was like, fuck it. Half of this shit goes there. Yeah. She felt like she was entitled to more. And then a judge told her she wasn't. But for the whole time, I don't know how long it was, but it was some years. She was getting a half a million dollars. That's why 50 Cent said, I made the song, be a baby, uh, 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 have a baby by me, baby, be a millionaire. He made that song because he was giving her a half a million a year. Right, and she didn't do and you didn't do nothing. Yeah. Like she talking about uh he didn't pay for uh his son's schooling. Yeah. Which was fifty grand. He like, why would I pay fifty grand when I'm giving you a half a million? Right. She should have handled everything. But in the same breath, we not gonna act like fifty is perfect because he also treats his we other not. baby mamas crazy too. You know we not, but that's the thing. Yeah, he does. You know what he what what he also does? It's be around his kids. You know why? Cause them crazy that all the shit he does to his baby mamas, they don't talk. They 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 don't turn their kids away he from. He only got two baby mamas. I don't know how many baby mamas. He no, got. he only, as far as I know, he only got the two kids. Well, that one ain't turning the kids away from. Him. No, but that one ain't one of us either. So that's a whole other story. But. <laughs> But D Hero says baby mamas be sabotaging the hell out of the relationship between father and son. 
Um, he also, I agree. He also says, all the damn antics will push me away and not take my son seriously in that situation. I don't, I'm, I don't know, man. Like it, it's uh, a, it's a, it's a very, very uh, messed up situation. I wouldn't take him seriously either. If, if you go everywhere else to talk to me, mm-hmm. then you don't really want to talk to me. Yeah. But we don't know how he, we don't know if he's tried it out. We just know what Fifty says, and we also know his rebuttal. Mm-hmm. So his rebuttal, he didn't say I tried to. I've been trying to do this. He said yeah. you've seen what I tried to do, and he don't want to. So that just says that this is what you tried to do. Mm-hmm. That ain't saying that you, you know, what I'm saying was was reaching out to him outside of. But if if the I mean if that line of communication is that simple, why wouldn't he just call his son and be like, "Hey, what the fuck, dude? Let's talk about this in person. I'm on my way." Like you know what I'm saying? If it was if it was as simple as you're as you're saying that it's simple, especially if you're saying that he still communicates with the baby mom, because I wouldn't communicate with her. Especially that boy is 25 years old. What do we got to talk about? You know what I'm saying? So. I just I just feel like this is something that none of us need to have a front row. I don't know. We, <laughs> we don't. Because I can guarantee you, like like you just said, um, you know, if, if it's so easy, if he's so easily acquired in that, because he is. And I believe that, and again, this is just my opinion. This doesn't mean nothing. This is not like it's true. But I believe that 50 Cent and his son didn't have conversations. Yeah. You know what I believe, though? That 50 Cent's son is still on his mother's side, so it's always a problem. And so when he brought that shit out to light, 50 Cent just kept it 100 and was like, this is why I don't deal with it. Yeah. Period. But like, I feel like there's a lot of things that you can be like, you know what, fuck it, I ain't dealing with it. Your son is not one of them. Yeah. Your son is not your son is not one of them. That's the one that you gonna try every time. You know what I'm saying? But people are so quick to throw away relationships, which I'm part of the people. People is me, but I don't have no kids to throw away relationships with. And this is what I'm gonna so, tell you. Fifty Cent son stays in New York. 50 Cent established himself in New York, where, as far as we know, 50 Cent son ain't got nothing to worry about. Just because I can't, just because I love you from a distance doesn't mean I don't love you. 50 50 Cent son is cool. Regardless of that whole $6,700 a month, ain't no money, 80 grand uh, a year, ain't no money, all that shit he talking 50 Cent's son ain't got nothing to worry about. Yeah. Period. He can walk the streets of New York and be fine. He can walk New Jersey, uh, North Carolina, anywhere he wants to go and and be fine. You know why? Because of who your daddy is and who your daddy continues to pay to keep you safe. Yeah. Like, I'm going to just keep that 100. It's one of those things where until, and again, this is just my opinion, until you get off the rhetoric, which is your your mother, uh, how I am, 
50 is always going to stick to his guns. At the same time, you wouldn't be able to be 25 years old in the state of New York and walk around and do what you do as 50 Cent's son and not be touched. Boy, are you serious? Let's just keep this 100. We can talk all that bullshit about he ain't doing this and he ain't doing that. You know what he's doing? Making sure that his son is still breathing. And I'll put that on my mind. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not um gonna deny that. You're you're right about that. You know. Um I just feel like I feel like this is something that shouldn't be played out for the world. And they just I feel like they just really need to sit down and have a conversation. Maybe they need to have a non biased mediator present. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like maybe the three of them need to sit down because Somewhere in the middle lies the real truth on what happened. You know what I'm saying? And again, because he's been around his mama, he's only getting that one side. So it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? The way that he is acting or what have you. But I just feel like the father should be an adult and try to combat whatever, you know, and or try to have that man, man-to-man conversation. Because, I mean, we're talking about two men at this point. Okay, and I'll do that, and I'll, I'll do that when you decide not to put everybody in my fucking business. But maybe, I mean, maybe that's, I'm again, he is his father's son. That's what his father does. So maybe he's pull, maybe he's pulling a you on you because that's how he sees that you operate. He's twenty five. Twenty five. Right. Right. Like you still make mistakes at twenty five. But in the same, but in the same breath, he's pulling a you on you. He's what in his forties doing the same shit. You, you know got to be smarter than that. You know, you know, as much as we talk about that, you know, if who's never did fifty like that, Tony Ayo. Why don't you just take the Tony Ayo role, my nigga? And we see where Tony Ayo is. So and Tony uh, Ayo's <laughs> doing good though. He ain't he ain't everybody's favorite, but Tony Ayo ain't worried about eating. It, it ain't about eating because. Marquise ain't worried about eating either. Um, D. Harold says father has limits too. Um, and then he said, 50 said, if you disrespect me with me giving you half a meal, then how much money will it take for you to respect me? Men operate and function on respect more than anything. And I agree. And um, Derek says, the baby mama was bitter because they couldn't be together and wanted to use the courts to go after his pockets. And it backfires, so she kept the kid away. Yeah. Again, yeah, all I mean, that this is, stuff goes deep. All this that is, 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 is shit that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We shouldn't even have to even be talking about it. We shouldn't. And that 25-year-old boy had no right to go public with it if you really want to talk to your daddy. That's just my opinion. That's, that's, and that's why I'm going to leave it. Yeah. I feel like, you know... You want to talk to your daddy? You get in contact with your daddy. Okay. Yeah, but I see how my daddy moves, so I'm gonna move like him. Mm-hmm. When when I do that, I'm only looking for something. I'm not looking for companionship. I'm not looking to, to talk to him. I'm looking for a fucking bag. I'm looking for people to feel sorry for me. That's just my opinion. Again, my views have nothing to do with the issue we talk. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that that is Fifty Cent. Um, and Marquise Jackson. 
It's 50. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately, it is a messed up situation. But just wishing for the best for everyone. Um. So. Uh, next up. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> what was that? Because <laughs> this this next one. Um, it's silly. It, it's silly, but it's not. Okay, so Jason Lee and Armand Wiggins. <laughs> <laughs> or do you want to do Kanye? No, we can do this. Okay. First of all, let me put a disclaimer out. Listen. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what y'all opinion is about me or whatever I say about anything. Listen, I've never I promise y'all, I have never even known these niggas was beefing. <laughs> I didn't even know these niggas connected with each other. I have no idea what zesty niggas do. Oh, God. <laughs> but Lord. when I did a deep dive into this, courtesy of Lindsay, <laughs> these zesty niggas are some fucking cutthroats. Ooh, <laughs> oh my God, listen. Yeah. If I ever got in the business with a zesty nigga and it's only business, uh, a nigga, his contracts have to be drawn out because fuck that shit. But, yeah. So, <laughs> okay, so Jason Lee and Armand Wiggins. Um, Jason Lee, if anybody doesn't know who that is, um, he was a cast member on Loving Hip Hop Hollywood. He is um, the founder of Hollywood Unlocked, which is um, a blog. Um, he also did Hollywood Unlocked um, Uncensored, which was a podcast and a TV show on Fox Soul at one point, but that just ended a couple months ago. And then he also does the show Gagging with Jason Lee that's on YouTube. Um, he, I mean, he's a celebrity blogger. He's been on uh, Wendy Williams a few times. He's made the news himself. Uh, but he's, I mean, he's pretty popular, pretty popular in these streets. Um, Armand Wiggins, Armand Wiggins is basically a a YouTuber. He has a show, very entertaining show that's on YouTube, um, where he talks, he doesn't really dive into like the reality show stuff too much, but he does talk about celebrity gossip, um, and whatnot. Um, again, very talented individual. They, um, had like a um a mentorship situation going on. Um from my understanding, Jason Lee reached out to him, you know, to kind of like be his mentor or whatnot. And um with being his mentor, he put him in the room with some celebrities. He's uh had him on his gagging show a couple times, which he did a, a great job on. He also um, had this show on Clubhouse. It was Jason Lee, Armand Wiggins, T.S. Madison, and Funky Dineva, where it was like a weekly show they did on Clubhouse every week. Um, That was entertaining as well, of course, because of the powerhouses that were on that show. So, um, but um, it was not a friendship. It was a... um, a business relationship, but it just felt like 
Jason Lee was kind of like trying to be his mentor to try to kind of like keep him in a spot, which Armand didn't mean he did not have no problem with playing number two to Jason. But it just seemed like when you know, when you got the means, when you and when you want to be the top dog, and you see somebody that is extremely talented in the same field as you, you want to kind of like try to keep them from not being number one. You know what I'm saying? Like he he recognized the talent in them, so he was gonna he was gonna try to help him, which our mind was open to having him help having him um, help him. However. Jason was trying to help him in ways that Armand did not request the help for. And like, and then he was going about it in like sneaky ways to try to, you know, um, profit off of Armand's talent without, you know, paying Armand. Like there was certain instances where he had um, Armand host his show gagging on YouTube and when the producer reached out to him to post it he asked was there a budget and that was an issue which anybody that's anybody would know especially if you got your own platform why would I come onto somebody else's platform and take away from money that I can make on my own platform to make money on your platform or to make you money on your platform and I'm not even like we can't even have a conversation about the budget. Like it'd be one thing, okay, no, there's not a budget. However, you can use my platform to like build up your following or something like that. Like, but there was like no conversation. Like when he asked, was there a budget? There was no conversation. So I don't know if he got compensated for the times that he hosted, but he did ask for a budget and that was the issue. Um, they had the show on Clubhouse. The four of them had the show on Clubhouse. Jason Lee was trying to move the show from Clubhouse to another platform called Bigo. I believe Jason was getting a bag from Bigo. But he was not letting them know that he was getting money from Bigo. With him not letting them know, they weren't really into doing the show over on Bigo. So Jason was just basically like, well, I'm just deading the show on Clubhouse altogether. So with him doing that, that was kind of an issue. But he was still trying to convince Armand to move over to Bigo. Armand had his reservations, but he was just like, I feel like we need to have a sit down conversation because I need you to make me understand why this is a good idea for me to do. Um, that never really happened. Um, then, you know, um, the whole Tiffany Haddish thing. So that was going on for some months where they were starting to have animosity and whatnot. And then like he was throwing, Jason was throwing little shots at him subliminally, you know, just going out of his way to be honorary to him, even though Armand was giving him nothing but respect, you know, and then like, and then they would have conversations in their conversations, it would feel like he was being disrespectful and his Jason was being disrespectful to Armand in his tone. Jason was being um, disrespectful in his words. And he it was like he was sunning him. And he and Armand was still trying to be to be respectful, 
in his replies, even though you know it was boiling in him because Armand posted the receipts of their text messages. So it was clear as day what was going on. And I know if somebody talked to me like the way Jason talked to him, it would be a problem. You know what I'm saying? So, but I get him, him trying to still try to keep this business relationship and whatnot. So I know he was holding his tongue a lot. Um, then the subliminals and all that kind of stuff that he was doing, he was, Armand was still ignoring them. They weren't, he wasn't being added. He was telling people, like, when people was coming to him saying, hey, such and such and someone shot, blah, 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 our mom was like, if I ain't at it, I'm not replying. It ain't about me. I'm going to move on. You know what I'm saying? So, then the Tiffany Haddish situation happened, which we've talked about on this show, the fucking pet, the fucking pedo. Um, Jason Lee is real cool with Tiffany Haddish. So, with Jason Lee being real cool with Tiffany Haddish, Jason Lee was the blogger that was like, I'm going to expose everybody. This is a money grab and this, that, and the third, trying to take up for your pedo. No, she's not the pedo. She is the pedo. Aries. Aries B They're is both, the pedo. They're both pedos. She was part of it. She is so, the, the uh, I yeah, guess. They're all pedos. So, um, with, her take, with him taking up for her or whatever, Armand's basically thinking the way that the world is thinking. This shit is fucking weird. So with this shit being weird, and he's talking out against Tiffany. And he and he got to the point where he was just like, anybody that's taking up for this shit, y'all weird too. This is not right. It's, it's, Period. That's a fact. Right. 1,000%. This shit is fucking weird. A zesty nigga gotta say that to make that make sense to most of y'all. It's crazy. <laughs> so, with that happening, um, now, Jason is really mad. You know what I'm saying? Still throwing his shots in his subliminals and what have you. Got to the point where um, our mom was just like, fuck it. I'm going to address this shit. He put an ad on it and everything. So they was going back and forth on uh, Twitter. Because, we, cause, you know, if somebody don't put an ad on it, you know, they can be like, oh, I wasn't talking about you, but if it applies and blah, blah, blah. So that's what Jason was like. That was his stance with his replies or whatever. And our mom was like, I knew this shit was going to happen. That's the reason why I didn't want to go there with you because I know you was going to try to act like you ain't talking about me. But everybody and their mama know you're talking about me. So Armand, a couple of days ago, got onto his platform and aired everything out. When I tell you he aired that bitch out, he aired that bitch out. And again, Armand is very entertaining. So the shit was entertaining to watch. It was like almost two hour long live that he did. He had receipts. Oh, yeah. And then shout out to um and shout out to that nigga song. That song is a bob. Like, yes. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yes, the like, song is dope. Listen, the positive everybody tag, knows hey. me. Everybody yeah. knows me. You know, I don't really be on no extra. But I heard that song? song and I was like, Damn. It's, on, it's on it's on um all streaming platforms and YouTube. He got a video for it and everything. Like, I, it's on my playlist. That song go hard. That yeah. song go hard. That song I ain't go gonna hard. lie. That beat? Yeah. I don't understand why ain't none of you oh. niggas trying to steal that beat. Like that should yeah. be on somebody mixtape. Like uh Cardi B like reposted the song and everything. Like that song go hard. The song is called Deposit Your Check. He ain't paying us for this. <laughs> but yeah. Nah, like real shit, this nigga's not paying us for. Yeah, but, but the song. You know, if, if y'all yeah. know me on this motherfucking uh, podcast, y'all know 
If a song is, if, if it's a bop, I'm going to tell you it's a bop. I don't give a fuck what a nigga preference is. That's a bop. Yeah. CJ. <laughs> Vibrate. Vibrate. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, you know, again, the song, I mean, he's entertaining, period. The the whole two-hour live is entertaining. Um, He also, uh, he also burned Jason Lee's book. <laughs> yeah, he was like, big dog, shit. big dog. He, he had the book up like this, and he had like one of them long lighters, and he was burning that mug, and he was holding, he was like, yeah, big dog, big dog, nigga, big dog. Like, how can I word this without offending y'all? Listen. <laughs> This nigga was as thug as he can possibly be <laughs> as a zesty guy. Like, listen. Like, don't get it twisted because there's a lot of you yeah. zesty niggas that is killers. So don't, 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 don't get me fucked up. What I'm saying is, every now and then, you know, he went from sis to her and to, the, and to, and to, hey, bro, and that nigga had me fucked up. Right, He, right, he right, was he going went, through his spiel. He went this side yeah. to this side. Right? He, was, he was going through his spiel like, every now and then, that that, 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 that that daddy dick was coming out of him. Like, I'm going to just keep it 100 with y'all. Like, every now and then, he was like, nah, this nigga just got me fucked up. Uh, all the way fucked up. Yeah, he straight up. Like, he was trying he to be cool. Up. He yeah. was trying to be like, and her, and then sis, and then I was over her house. And let me tell you what she was doing. And then every now and then he was like, nah, man, fuck that shit. That nigga got me fucked up. Yeah. 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 Like he, he went hard on him. He went hard on him. So, um, yeah. And then, of course, you know, Jason, he replied. Um, oh, and then right before Armand did that, I think what the straw was to make Armand go on ahead and do that live was that Jason Lee went on gagging and he did like a 10 minute rant about him. But again, he didn't at nobody, didn't say nobody name or nothing like that. But we all know who he was talking about. So that just was, that was the straw for Armand. And he said, fuck this shit. I'm about to burn this bridge and the town down. Literally. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so then of course, you know, Jason got worried about this live because his live has gone viral. Like, he had 14,000 um, on his live, and he was trending on Twitter when this happened. And so, um, of course, Jason Lee got word of it, and he went on his show, excuse me, and it was just like, I don't have time to watch that live. I'm going to let my lawyers watch the live, and then we'll handle it from there. Well, there ain't really nothing too much you can do. I mean, everything, like, he had all the receipts. Everything is facts. So, um, yeah. So, with all of that, with the situation that occurred, would you have handled the situation um, like that? Because, I mean, given that we are, you know, kind of sort of in the same realm as a Armand. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were to have had, if we were to have a mentor and they were to treat us like a Jason Lee, would you have gone about it the same way Armand 
went about it? Or how would you have handled the situation? <laughs> you ain't gotta look at me like that. <laughs> because I kind of, I, I, I kind of think you want me to like, you know. <laughs> listen, listen I, okay. All I'm gonna say is this: if the shoe was on the other foot, mm-hmm. I would have had the conversations just like our mom would have had. Now, um, the things that Jason Lee is doing. Uh, I caught a couple of them. I didn't catch it all, you know, but I did catch a couple of things that he was doing, and he is kind of throwing him under the bus, like he's kind of beneath him, and he was trying to give him the game, and he didn't want the game. It ain't that. It was – it's the difference between somebody who is, like, uh, like fresh out the water, you know, uh, still uh, what, what, what the old people say, Similac behind the ears, this nigga was tried and tested and already doing his his thing without Jason Lee. So the things he was saying to him is irrelevant. So if I was in his shoes and he and Jay, and a Jason Lee would have came to me or a mentor would have came to me like that, yeah, I would have dressed it the same way. I'm a, I, I would have did um a hundred times more. I'm gonna just keep it real because I just know me. Uh I ain't gonna be back and forth over you. Like, me and you are not going to be doing that back over YouTube. I'm going to show up whenever you're doing a live, and, man, you're going to have a real conversation right then and there. Because what we either you're going to swing or you're going to tell me what the fuck the problem is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm, I'm not. That's his livelihood. And I know how I act towards my livelihood. You know, especially with somebody who is uh, who is bigger than me who has way more money than me, the only way I can show him that me and you are on the same level is if I come sh- uh, show up, sit down, and me and you talk. Mm-hmm. Now, if you swing on me, that just shows the character of you, and that makes you beneath me. Yeah. But you're going to have to air out these discrepancies mm-hmm. right now, my nigga, because all that back and forth shit, that just ain't me. Yeah. I ain't that catty. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it on live and we're going to do it as gentlemen. Now, if you jump up and got something tough to say, then come on, dog. I mean, it is what it is. After that, yeah. everybody, everybody's going to see how I come to you. Right. And I, and I can't say that about Armand. There has been um, other situations that he's been in with people to where they have gone ahead and aired out their grievances and then gone on live you know what I'm saying? Gone on the same video together and, you know, discussed what they discussed. You know, they, they will talk about it behind scenes as men and then get on there, yeah. get on there live and talk about it. So it's not like it's not in our mind, but you got to deal with people differently because people are dealing with you differently. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, there's been times where our mind has tried to like reach out <clears throat> straight up, told them, do we have a problem? And it was rep- and the reply was silence. You know what I'm saying? So it's only so much that you can take from somebody before you just like you know what fuck this shit. And you know I get that hundred percent. But you know what I'm saying? And 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 I get everything that Armand did. Like, yeah, you're supposed to air that nigga out on your podcast. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to put it in perspective of, uh, I guess uh, how people say putting the receipts down. These are the receipts. Mm-hmm. 
at the same time, I'm just like, for me, it's like, you know what a, you know what a sign seal deliver this shit is? When this nigga is, when you find out this nigga is doing a podcast at this certain time, at this certain date, at this certain place, you can show up and be like, hey, you know, before this shit go on live, let's talk. And I feel like dealing with the type of person that Jason Lee is, he would have had the police call. Well, no, okay, Dylan wasn't here because Jason Lee, like, I think people already know how he was. Yeah. But I don't know the story at all, so I'm just looking from the inside. Uh-huh. But I feel like Armand benefits greatly from a lot of Jason Lee. So I don't think he's necessarily a victim in this because everybody knows how Jason Lee is before this Armand situation. I think mm-hmm. it's just the fact that Armand has receipts where before people didn't have receipts on Jason Lee. But yeah. now he's kind of like scrambling, didn't know what to do. But I do think Armand, he's either smart or he knows how to manipulate situations very well to like turn it around because I don't think he's a victim in this at all. I think he's benefiting greatly from this situation. I do think though, he did probably go in, listen again from you guys, he went in like, okay, cool mentor, like, okay, rise up, I can gain a lot from this, but as far as like why he why he held his tongue, I, I think it's a, a strategic move. I don't think it's because he had hurt feelings. I think it was a move. Well, I get that, but his numbers haven't changed since he fucked with uh, Jason Lee. Yeah, his numbers never he never his numbers never changed at all. And and Jason Lee promised him the blue check and never gave it to him. Right. But I don't think he fucked up the bag. I think, um, in my opinion, again, this is just my opinion. I feel like that um. Jason Lee uh, uh, did to him what he do to a lot of people, but a lot of people just don't say anything where yeah. he uses them to gain their viewers yeah. and then he cuts them off when he needs to. Yeah. And I think he dealt with the wrong person because this person had views, uh, 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 quite a amount of views mm-hmm. and a quite a, you know what I'm saying, a good amount of viewers to no, not be fucked with like that. Yeah. That's what I think happened. That's, I think he's happened. so used to playing with people, he picked the wrong nigga to play with. And this is the thing, because Jason Lee, even though he's on YouTube, he's not a YouTuber. So with him not being a YouTuber, he doesn't really know how the fandom works on YouTube. Because that's a whole different beast yeah. than you having followers and stuff like that on Instagram or being on reality mm-hmm. or anything like that. When you're on YouTube, there is a, an extreme loyal fan base that can have you be a multimillionaire. You know what I'm saying? So with so with this situation, it's like he was Jason knew his talent, he knew his worth, um, he and him as far as Armand. So he like used him trying to be like, oh, I'm going to be the mentor for you, blah, blah, blah. And with him being, like, you know, more known, Armand looked at it like, okay, yeah, I could probably benefit from from this mentorship. Yeah, which, keep in mind, though, I'm living off of this, though. Right. This is my livelihood. Right. I moved to L.A. doing this. Right. You don't move to L.A. doing this unless it's a bag there already. Right. Right. So... With that, it was like, okay, um, Jason did put him in the in the room with Kanye. He did put him in the room with Cardi. So he did benefit off of that. But he was trying to get him to um, do other shit that Armand wasn't trying to do or wasn't thinking that 
that he wanted to do or anything like that. What he wanted from him was, I want the blue check. You know what I'm saying? He even said in a text message, if you help me with this, I'll help you with that. But That's how their whole relationship started off. Yeah. I, but, but Armand, I deep dived already, into that. That right, was true. Right. But Armand already had the views. He already had like the setup or anything. Jason reached out to him to help to have Armand help him with his setup. And Jason has a whole production crew. But and Armand is by himself. But Armand's shit is so crisp and so clear and so A1. Jason reached out to him to have him help him with that. You know what I'm saying? And then because he knows he's so talented, he's like, Oh, I can get a bag off of him. And so his team me- was accurate. Let's 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 keep it right there, ladies and gentlemen. At one point, Armand's team was accurate. That's why Jason was going to him. Yeah. Because his team was legitified. Like, it was like, if but I'm giving you shit before it come out, and when it come out, everything I just told you is for free. Yeah. I want to ask y'all a question. It's not in the realm of podcasts. Like, here's y'all are saying that Jason and Justin had a relationship that was going the bigger platform, and so Armand, you know, wanted to gain from that. So my question to y'all is that you have a mentor come into y'all, but y'all know it's a Jason Lee. Y'all know it's a wolf right off the bat. What do you do in that space then? So I do get what you're saying that like Jason Lee fucked him over, which duh. But I do understand too, like no one wants to be fucked over. So mm-hmm. Jason Lee or like a mentor of that status, knowing he's still a wolf, what would y'all do? I, I'm, I'm well. I'm just gonna speak on it like this. Um, the thing that they, like you said, a wolf in sheep clothing. The thing that um, he ain't even sheep clothing. He's just a wolf, right? Not, but the, but even in that, what um, and what I ascertain in my knowledge of what's been going on nowadays, um, to be young, black, gay, and gifted. You need a structure. And most people are going to go with a structure, especially if that structure is really bringing a bag in. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I can I can totally understand him going to a Jason Lee as for a mentorship. Because, like I said, again, I will repeat this, ladies and gentlemen, being young, black, gay, and gifted, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, you, 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 you get pushed away. And I ain't saying that's for everybody. I'm saying when you starting something on your own, it's kind of hard for those guys. It's hard for us to be young, black, and just gifted. And you put another stigma on that. So I get the reason why he was going with Jason. The thing about that is, and I said this before the podcast, what I don't understand is if, if you know this is going on and society in Hollywood, as a gay man, as a black gay man, why would you choose to uh, to play the? You know what I'm saying? The the, uh, the motherfucker. Uh, 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 what's the the nigga that run the plantation? The master. Why why would you choose to play the master with a nigga that that that, that walk, talk, eat, and look just like you? You know, that's the thing I'm saying. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, if you know this nigga a wolf, why be? Stop being a wolf to your people. Yeah. 
Stop, you know what I'm saying? Stop it. You can be a wolf to everybody else. You can, you can be a scumbag to everybody else. What's up, Tess? Hey, everybody. We got a uh, a guest in the, uh, in the building. But uh, anyway, what I was saying was stop being, you know what I'm saying, a wolf to your people. Yeah. Like, your people should get a bag. It should, it should be no reason. And that's just me talking. Again, my opinion don't mean anything to anybody else. But this is me uh, talking. Ain't no way Jason uh, Lee shouldn't have a coalition of young, black, talented, gay entrepreneurs under his belt. And, and you know, and that's the killer part about it because that's what Jason Lee has been promoting. Exactly. You, know you can't promote something and not yeah. do it. Right. But it, you know what I'm saying? He says that to us. He goes to the breakfast club and says that shit and pushes that shit. But in the background, he's actually a wolf. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But then he, in the same breath, he does have that reputation. So to your question, my answer would be just to keep it surface level. I already know who I'm dealing with. I can't be mad if I get if I put my situation put myself in a situation to get bit by a wolf. I think you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think Omar wasn't at first. No, I hear. I hear But I'm saying with that, like you already knew what you were getting into. Yeah, so and he knew what he was getting into so as well. So I was having like hurt feelings with it. No, he's just. Uh, no. It's just. It's Jason just came. To the point. It just got to the point. Jason started busting shots first. Yes, he's been. Uh, he's been. He wasn't said shit. Subliminals for months, and he just he got he got fed up. Yeah, you that man wouldn't have said nothing at all. This is there would be the master talking live. about the slave that ran away. Yeah, it would be people on his live like. Jason saying this, Jason saying that. And he would be like, I'm not talking about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go there. I, You know, because like I used to watch him a whole lot. I had stopped for a while and then I came back probably like a couple months ago. And there was like when the whole stuff with the Tiffany Haddish had came out on his lives because Jason Lee would be talking about it, um, taking up for Tiffany. And Armand was like, fuck this shit. This shit is weird. And he would be like, you know, um, he's saying stuff and blah blah. Like he would, he would. Jason was busting shots then, but the, but a lot of people thought that it started with the Tiffany Haddish stuff, and it did. It started months before because at the end of the day, Jason is just a hater. You know what I'm saying? Like he sees somebody that's doing better than him or whatever, and he, I mean, he's gonna hate on the shit. And then he tried to capitalize off of him, like he was talking about. Um, there was one conversation where he was talking about, I needed you to come on the show because I'm trying to get you onto a show. Well, our mom was like, that ain't what I asked you for. Can you do what I asked you for? What I asked of you, rather. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but he was trying to do it on the cool because he's getting a bag out the shit. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being a straight up mentor like you came to me as. Because it's not like our mom reached out to Jason. Jason reached out to our mom. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Like, he wasn't soliciting for no mentor. And then, let's just be real about it. Because of the way YouTube works, Armand don't need a mentor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you have, again, you have those diehard fans on YouTube that's going to keep you in your bag. That you don't need nothing extra. You know what I mean? So. Okay, I think I went to Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, okay. it just comes, I mean. It just comes to a head sometimes that, yeah. to where you just like, man, fuck this shit. I'm about to burn this whole house down. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, I'm tired of it. 
You know, and and you can't be mad. And then on top of that, when you watch him, he's entertaining. He got the effects, like the sound effects and all this kind of oh, stuff. I say that you're talking. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah. Okay. And so like, and then like with that song or whatever, because you know you get super chats and stuff like that on YouTube. People were sending him all kinds of money. I ain't gonna lie, he that, song that song. He plays that song when people send send him money, and then don't let him. Don't let him get like a whole, whole lot of money in a super chat. He's going to get up. He's going to twerk. He's going to do all type of shit. Like, that's what he do. That's what I don't agree with now. Yeah. That's just me. Like, <laughs> he got the popping pussy. I was like, or excuse me, popping bussy. Right? <laughs> Let's just keep it 100. But hey, when he got the popping bussy, I was like, come on, dog. Just let the song ride. <laughs> right. But in the same breath, one person sent him a $500 super chat. What you gonna do if you mm-hmm. get a five hundred five hundred dollars super chat? And he that said, was from another YouTuber. I, he been, right. I'm talking about he been running check. He been telling niggas, hey, watch us get ten thousand so I can run this nigga a check. Right. Like this nigga's running checks. Right. I, I can't do nothing but respect this nigga. Yeah, like he, like he, like this. Solidified. He didn't need Jason Lee at all. He didn't. He was helping Jason Lee. Yeah, low key, he was helping Jason Lee because he, he didn't need he's Jason. More Lee. entertaining than Jason Lee, so it wouldn't do nothing but benefit Jason to get him, get somebody like him to play a number two to him to get him to a bigger bag of like a TV show. But that ain't what Armand asked you for. You know what I'm saying? I just asked like, for a blue check. I just asked for a blue you're check. You trying to get a TV show off me? Right. Okay. And you trying to do the shit on the cool? On the sneak? You ain't and then even you trying tell to tell me that you, you telling me they don't fuck with me? But the reason why they even looked at you. It's because I'm popping. And the shit I'm doing is accurate. Like, you you cutting me out of shit. Like, he cut him out of a bunch of shit that he did personally. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah, yeah like, I'm, you know, man, I, I, I just have to go with what it is, man. Yeah. Right. Okay, now. Right. Right, because at the end of the day, with that situation, black folks gonna stick with black folks at the end of the day. So yeah, the Kardashians came after the wrong one when it came to Jordan. Yeah, yeah <laughs> especially and she connected with the Smiths. Come on now. I mean, I'm just yeah. saying, like out of so, the whole debacle of the Snow Bunny crisis, <laughs> the whole debacle of the Snow Bunny crisis and the Kardashians, I always saying they're Armenian, but they always end up in the Snow Bunny crisis. Four. A nigga to stop fucking with them to go fuck with a nigga? They was definitely going to be like, oh, bitch, you just ate that. Yeah. yeah. That's just what it is. I hate to say it like that, but that's just the honest to God truth. It's like, okay, I mean, you're going to be mad when a nigga get on and leave your ass for a black girl. That's that's what it is. (laughs) Right. So, speaking of Kanye. (laughs) 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 Right now, but do you have any um, final thoughts in regards to Armand versus Jason? I thought it was pretty entertaining, especially because we're kind of in the same realm, you know. Yeah, that's why I, I, I really thought it was dope because um, I was like, okay, one, it gives me another person to listen to um, in this podcast thing. Another is like, um, I really love that uh, Armand is a full-fledged journalist. Like, this nigga, he took the risk, went to L.A., was doing his thing, and is able to uh, still maintain what he was maintaining. So I can't do nothing but give him big up respect. I do not like, again, I will say it again, and I'll just close out at this. Mm -hmm. I do not like for someone to uh, act like they're your friend or they're your mentor 
and do not help you get a bag. Um, Armani didn't need Jason. Um, but the fact that Jason brought him out there, it, it's no way that he shouldn't have tripled his numbers by now. Yeah. But the only, only way it's doing that is because uh, Jason tripled his on the fact that he brought that nigga there. Mm-hmm. Or not brought that nigga there because he went there, but the fact that he he brought him on his platform to act like he was his mentor. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Don't do not do that. Don't be massive to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, I shouldn't have to I shouldn't have to uh, um, share your crops, my nigga. Like, I shouldn't have to do that. I shouldn't have to tend to your flock. I shouldn't have to, you know what I'm saying, uh, do everything that, you know what I'm saying, that, that you need to do in order for you to get big and I go nowhere. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that, no. How the fuck are I'm a slave in the internet? That is fucking stupid. Right. So, yeah, I, everything that you're doing on mine, you continue to do. Uh, you got a subscriber in me, my nigga. Yeah. Right. And deposit your check. Hey, if you want to flex. Nah. <laughs> so. Just don't get to popping that bus. <laughs> I, 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 I give you respect. Don't pop that bus right here. Um, but yeah. So um, that's them. So, um. Yeah, so that's um, Jason Lee versus Armand. I'm sure it's not going to be over. Oh, no, this um, is about to be major. Yeah, yeah. So we'll keep you guys updated if any more develops. But, um, yeah, so moving on. So speaking of Kanye. (laughs) Excuse me. uh We don't want to disrespect him. His name is Ye. Yes. So um, we're we're speaking on Ye before the con. Yeah. See what I did there? Um, y'all gonna look at that. Y'all probably rewind this and then realize what I said. But yeah, we're talking about yay before the con. All right, but you're you're correct because I have been calling him yay. But I just wanted to say Kanye because people act like they don't know you talking about him. Yay. But yeah, but it's I, and I respect him for saying it's disrespectful. That it, yeah, because he did legally change his yeah. name. So yeah. Um, but you know, some people are on that whole. Your mama named you Cassius, I'm gonna call you Cassius. Yeah, that's some bullshit. And right. If you'd have ever did me like that, I'll punch you in the mouth too. <laughs> so yeah. So um Ye did his third interview with the drink champs. And the interview It's a was- motherfucking noise! Beer, 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 beer! Shouts out to Drink Champs. I love Drink Um yeah, I don't, you know, my thing with drink champs is that there's a threshold when they go too far with the drink. Oh, if they go too far as tell, soon as it starts. But you can tell when Nori turns. When Nori turns, that's when it's like, right, it, they're just, it's just a bunch of niggas drinking at this point. You know, like, yeah, he got his notes. <laughs> that's the beauty of the podcast to me. <laughs> the beauty of the podcast is at any given time Noriega can be maybe buzzed or super fucked up yeah. and I love it because he tries to stay on point and shouts out to D, uh, DJ and yeah, yeah. oh my god this nigga is the saving greatness and he really is when nobody really even is. knows and shouts out to my Cuban people because you know I represent what people don't know is 
DJ EFN drinks way more than everybody else on that show. And he is the guiding light through yes. the whole episode. He really is. He really is. Like, if it wasn't for him, that show will still be going on. At least. If, if, like, this, <laughs> this DJ EFN drinks Mama Wana, beer, and shots. These niggas just drink shots. Yeah. And they smoke. And they smoke. And they be gone. These niggas will tell you they fucked a nigga in jail. I'm going to tell you, the, the GOAT when it came to a guest on that show in regards to the drinking, and I, I'm i not just saying this because it's him, but Crazy Bone. Crazy Bone drank all of his Hennessy. He drank like about two bottles of Hennessy, and he was smoking, and he had a show to do that night. The thing is, he one, he was pre-gaming. <laughs> so I give him that for pre-gaming. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm going to say that uh, the way that man looks, he don't drink like that. He don't drink often, but he knows how to handle his liquor. He most definitely knows how to handle That's the thing. Like, he, the way that man looks, we got to think, man, what? Crazy Bone is maybe... Uh, he's 10 years older than him. I was about to say maybe 49, 50. Yeah, he's 49. He's exactly 10 years older than me. That nigga don't drink like that because that nigga looks 32. <laughs> right? So he, he don't has, drink like he that. He has, um, what's that called? Scoliosis? Yeah. So, so he don't drink like that. He just know how to handle his liquor. Mm-hmm. So he picked that day to go fully in. And you got to respect him for that. Yeah. And was still making sense. He still was making, because there was like some shit, uh, that shit that he kind of got in trouble for. Mm-hmm. He he explained it. And it, it kind like, at first I was like, what the fuck did he say? But then when it came full circle, I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, but shout out to, to Crazy Bone, of course. Um, I still laugh about that Crazy Bone uh, Vlad episode when uh, everybody thought he ate his booger. And I'm like, nigga, no, what? that nigga didn't. <laughs> Let's stop doing what? it. That nigga picked his nose right. He was in the interview, he picked his nose, and then, you know, his hands went down, and then he went back to his mouth, and they act like he ate his booger. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm like, nigga, he just picked his nose. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stop acting like that. niggas is weird out here. And if he did, that. fuck you. For, like, this is crazy, bro. Yeah, so speaking of, just a sidebar, but when we was on the ship, there was somebody that legit picked their nose and ate their booger, like, wasn't shit. And my friend pointed it out, and I looked at him, and he was going to town, and he was eating it, looking dead at us like, and? Listen, all I'm going to say is this. What what we (laughs) fail to realize is um, being on the spectrum is not uh, something Mm -hmm. that is not, uh, that is abnormal. This shit has been going on for years. There's a lot of people on the spectrum. And one thing about uh, being on the spectrum is you have a thing called pica. Pica can come in many um, areas. It can uh, come in, you can just Pick something off the floor and eat it. It can, it can come off you. anything you see on a plate you eat it. It can come to you eating your boogers. It's pica. I understand it's it's just an autism. It's just um, very low on the spectrum, but it does happen. I'm going to just put that little jewel right there so y'all won't be looking at a nigga all weird because a motherfucker eat his boogers or a motherfucker do some shit. That nigga probably worked a billion dollars, god damn it. He just has... Or he's just on he the can be fine and just want to eat his boogers. Yeah, like he, he he's on the spectrum. He ain't got to be on the spectrum to eat his boogers. Nah, if you eat your, your boogers, you're on the spectrum. You think you think 
that regular people don't eat their I, I think that you think that uh, it's, it's regular people to eat their boogers when they're grown. I'm telling you now, <laughs> if you're eating your boogers when you're grown, you're on the spectrum. <laughs> like, that's what I'm telling you. Like, they, yeah, you were normal with fucking 10. You were not normal at 45. You're on the spectrum. Let's just. And I love oh, you back, God, y'all. Right? <laughs> the fact that we are talking about eating boogers. We take hard lifts. I told you we take hard lifts. Oh, goodness gracious. All right. So, getting Ye, back on Kanye. Ye did not eat boogers on Drink Champs, just to put that out there. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, Ye did a three and a half hour um, interview, if you will. I, I guess you can call it an interview. Um, on Drink Champs, um, where he went over a whole lot. Um, that he has been controversial about lately. Um, what the biggest takeaway for me is that Kanye's not crazy. Yeah, he ain't crazy. Yeah, yeah, ain't crazy. Um, yeah, he knows exactly what he's talking about. He has a point. He just has a way of going about getting this point across. Um, He uses extreme tactics, but with using extreme tactics, people are going to look at the tactic and not look at the message. Um, And the thing about using a tactic is that had you not used a tactic, wouldn't nobody listen to you. And that's the part that sucks about that. Um, He has to be provocative. He has to be controversial because if he wasn't, he wouldn't be getting all the platforms that he's getting to talk. Mainly what I took away from it is that um, he is saying what he's saying about um, the Jewish community out of jealousy, which he did say that in the interview. He did, he did straight up say that, I mean, he's jealous the way that they handle things because the way that they handle things is that they bring everybody up together. Like if one person eat, they all eat. Mm-hmm. And that's completely opposite in the black community. The black community kind of um, operates off of a crabs in a barrel mentality. And he wished that we didn't. And then on top of that, he was talking about how um, the Jewish community kind of like are the ones that are over a lot of the things like media and stuff like that and money and whatnot. And he wished that we would have some type of leverage, even though people benefit off of us, we need to have that type of leverage to be over shit as well. Um, And that, I mean, that's pretty much what he's on. Um, what else was he saying? I mean, he said a lot. But, I mean, that, that was my biggest takeaway from it, um, is that he's not crazy and that he just wished that our community did better. And that, it, I mean, he's 
he he's jealous of the way that other communities can operate and we can't operate like that. Um what what was your takeaways? I have notes, I have a few notes. Okay, so um I'm gonna start off by piggybacking off of uh what you just said mm-hmm. about, you know, how uh Kanye admitted to being jealous of how Jewish people uh, form together and how, you know, uh, most of us as black people, we don't. What I will say is, uh, yeah, I'm going to just dick ride myself. I told you niggas the last time we talked about this nigga, yay. That this is bigger than rap. I told y'all I believe this nigga is saying this shit because he's gonna run for president again. Mm. And y'all can go back into that shit, and y'all know that I'm right. The thing that I get so upset at is like, God damn, why am I so in tune to an evil genius that Yay is? Like. Don't ever get it twisted. Ye knew exactly what he was doing when he said everything that he said on Drink Champs. He knew he was going to get controversy from, uh, uh, rest in peace, uh, George Floyd, but his family. Yeah. And he knew that everything he was saying was not uh, anti, uh, what's the word? Uh, Anti-Semitic. He he knew what he was saying. But the thing is, this is why I don't understand why people put fuel to Ye's fire. Taking that down totally gives him the leverage to get all these Trump supporter votes and all these dumb nigga votes. You know, because uh, I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. And, and you know, I'm not going to downplay Kanye on anything, but I am going to tell y'all the truth. Kanye wants those Trump supporters that was rioting, and he also wants you dumb niggas who really don't like y'all self. And a lot of things he was uh, talking about from the George Floyd shit is the shit that he heard from the Candace Owens documentary. So that means he didn't even do his own research about it. He just listens to other people. Now, Kanye didn't told us, I don't like reading. So he'll let a, a, another motherfucker influence him to influence you. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's stupid. That just means he knows how to play you. Yeah. Don't fall victim to this shit, y'all. I, 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 I said this before and I'm going to say it again. The only way we're going to kill the narcissist in yay is if we fucking stop anointing just going for it in the first place. Like, just totally ignore this shit. Because, like, as anybody, I don't give a fuck what color you is. You know half the shit that nigga say ain't don't make no sense. This nigga turn around and talk Christianity, and then he'll turn around and say, Trump's my daddy. Get the fuck out of here with the shit that you're spewing, my nigga. And I love you, Kanye. The music you made is amazing. But the things you're spewing to become a president of the United States of America 
is vastly false. And so I cannot, I, I, I'm just not going for that yet. I'm just not. I'm not one of them niggas that's just going to lay in a bath of because of what Kanye used to be, or excuse me, what Ye used to be. Like, I let them R. Kelly niggas do that. I'm going to stick to me and say, nah, we got to stop um, just addressing and 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 even um, talking about Ye. And we got to let Ye crash and burn. If we see the one thing about this shit that, that, that I understand, that we're putting fuel in the fire is when, when you cut the interview off, you made him sound like he was making sense with the anti-Jewish rants he was doing. Because we know a lot of the media is ran by Jewish people. So when you when you cut him off, you're making him seem like he's right. At the same time, we have heard oh, um, at the end of the day, yeah, Jewish people ain't no uh, uh, Jewish people ain't saints. Yeah, they didn't do some shit. But that don't that that doesn't mean enough to let somebody that doesn't know what they're doing try to run the forefront of the country. We tried that before with Trump, and you see how that worked. I know a lot of you niggas voted for Trump. Y'all y'all can say y'all didn't, but I know a lot of you niggas that did. So do you feel like he's doing this specifically to run? Yes. Yes, I believe. He's doing the same uh, spiel that Trump was doing when it was coming to Trump build, uh, the, to the government building the wall. Like all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the government hated immigrants. We love immigrants. We pay immigrants all the fucking time. But all of a sudden, when Trump was running for office, we got to build a wall for these Mexicans. The fuck out of here. Now this, look at what the Jewish media is doing. The fuck out of here. At first, the Jewish media was your best friend, Kanye. Excuse me, Ye. I don't want to disrespect you, but that was your best friend at first. But now that they ain't doing what you wanted to do, now it's your enemy. Now you want to say crazy shit like, yeah, they trying to treat me like um, how they they, uh, treated Ice Cube when he said anti-Semitic shit. Ice Cube didn't say none of that shit. Ice Cube just stood up on what he's supposed to do, and he went to Trump. Trump didn't say what he was supposed to do. He tried to go to Biden. Biden didn't want no interview. So Ice Cube just like, fuck y'all. If we're going to do anything, we're going to do some shit for us. That's it. I yeah. thought he was going off of the shit that, like, back when he first went solo. Because remember, he. No, that wasn't what he was doing. Okay. What he was saying was, um, why you hating on me when. Ice Cube did the same thing and y'all called him anti-Semitic. Uh, and what he was just trying to say is we need to put something for us. What he did is, is, is put two things on top of each other. One is Ice Cube never was anti-Semitic. Right. So let's end that shit right there. Another thing was, yes, I tried to go to Biden. Biden didn't want my fucking time. I went to Trump. Trump wasn't talking about what I'm talking about. So check this out, y'all. And and unless and, and we fucking take over this government, the only way we're going to make something happen is if we make these motherfuckers do something for us. Kanye talks in riddles and he gets dumb people to believe that, you know what I'm saying, that believe in the bullshit without trying to do, you know what I'm saying, they do diligence. But that's that's the well, problem. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily dumb people because 
because I I understood what he was trying to say. Like you're right, he does talk in riddles, and he's long winded, and some of the stuff is like, eh, no. But some of the stuff I'm like, okay, I get what you I get your point. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's and that was like the beauty in the Dream Champs um, interview because he was able to complete his thought. Do you think so? I feel so. I feel like he was. Okay, so I feel like he was because. I mean, he kind of like, you know, pretty much explained the whole thing with the with the Jewish people. And and it had to take three and a half hours to get it out of them. You know what I'm saying? But it took three hours. What I'm saying is that, that he talks in riddles so much, like even in certain situations where they were asking him, they, like shout out to DJ EFN, when he was being the voice of reason, Kanye jumped and talked all over that shit. Instead of just telling him a straight answer. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I say like there's a there's a threshold that they cross when especially with Nori. There's a threshold that he crosses with the drinking that it be that is too far. Because had he not crossed that threshold, I feel like he could have articulated what he was trying to say better than he did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because because with Nori, it was just like like it he was too drunk. To to say it, to say it just straight up, like he would have said it had he not crossed that threshold. I feel like that was hard. Yeah. I feel like that was hard, y'all. And yeah. everybody, everybody, give a round of applause with it. That was hard, y'all. That was hard. Yeah, that nigga, was hard. that nigga didn't say shit. Yeah. That like, nigga didn't say a goddamn thing. Right, and I feel, and and you know, again, shout out to ESN because he does, he is kind of like that anchor. On the show, you know what I mean? So we know he brings us the best of him. He's that anchor on the show, you know, because because Nori does have that threshold where he goes to. You could you can see it in his face when he turns, you know what I mean? So, but I feel like if he not crossed that threshold, it would have been a it would have been a more productive interview. But at the end of the day, I do feel like he did get his uh his point across. You know what I'm saying? I, and you I, know, and this is what like I after I watched it, because I watched it the same day they took it down. So and that was what Monday, and mm-hmm. this is what I put on Facebook. <clears throat> I said they legit took down Yay's interview. Glad I watched it today. Definitely understand Yay and where he was coming from. Just wish his tactics were different. However, in this world, if the tactics were different, then we would we wouldn't care to listen. I lost some respect for Nori for apologizing, though, which sucks because at one point he was one of my favorite rappers. Of course, I got people that was like, uh, including you, yeah, that was know. like, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I said, <clears throat> he said a whole lot, but the main focus I understood was how he wants the black community to come up together, similar to the Jewish community. He did acknowledge that with him, he did acknowledge that him saying white lives matter doesn't mean black lives don't. And that's the tactic I don't agree with, but the conversation wouldn't be had if he didn't use extreme tactics. So I get it. Don't like or agree with the tactic, but I understand. He stated the disdain for the Jewish committee is out of jealousy that they were able to bring their people up with them in our community is like crabs in a barrel. So, 
Yeah. But I mean, I had other people commenting on it. And my whole thing, like, I'm not about to go back and forth with nobody that hasn't actually seen the interview. Because somebody did, like, a couple people did try. And I was just like, they didn't see the interview. Tessa, well, have you seen yeah. the interview? I have not. I, I've seen a little bit of, like, like a picture of him with the White Lives Matter and whatnot. Yeah. But, I mean, Black Lives Matter did not mean that, like, other lives don't matter. And I know that White Lives Matter doesn't mean that, like, Black Lives don't matter or any other color lives don't matter. But I still, I don't know, I'm not super happy about this page 16 either to be honest so like i'm the wrong person to ask like yeah no honestly you're the right person to ask because um putting in that scenario uh if y'all don't know uh the homegirl here uh she's um of caucasian descent (laughs) um so like would you rock a white lives matter shirt no okay so white people got enough Okay, so I'm going to ask you this because in Kanye's perspective, he was trying to put it in all um, and into and, and like the, the whole of what we are as a people. Do you believe? Then he should put Black Lives You took the words right out of my mouth. I, I was about to say, do you believe that um, posting a White Lives Matter or All Lives Matter would have made a more sense? Or like, excuse me, not all lives matter, but lives matter. Yeah, if he genuinely believed that human race. But see, this is the thing about that because <clears throat> saying Black Lives Matter does not negate no other race, meaning less. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that Black Lives Matter more or anything like that. It's it's a it's a movement and an organization. Well, he was one after as an organization, but we all know when you say something like that, you're not, you know that you're also going after the movement, even if you're trying to go after the organization, because those are two different things in in the world that we live in. They're two different things. But the thing about saying Black Lives Matter, it's going after the police because of the way that the police treat Black Lives. So... People are trying to combat you saying Black Lives Matter because saying all lives matter and saying white lives matter or whoever matters wasn't a thing until we said Black Lives Matter. Exactly. You know what I'm but saying? That's, what, that's not what she was saying. That's what I'm saying. If you're going if, if to be on, on Kanye's level where he feels like all human, the, the human race, like he was trying to spew that the human race matters, like everybody matters. But that and goes it should, without it, saying it. It didn't have to go all lives matter. If you would have had a shirt that just said lives matter, not all lives, because when you say uh, when you say all lives, you are you are protesting my protest. Exactly. But when I just say lives matter, if you said just lives matter, but that's a protest. That's that's not a protest. That's that's just saying, hey, I agree with all you motherfuckers. It's like a patronizing way of saying all lives. I rather I rather I rather do lives matter than an all lives or white lives matter. I no or no. blue lives matter because what the fuck yeah. does that even mean? Yeah, because right. like, yeah, like what the fuck does that even mean? So firefighters are red, so red lives matter. Crips matter. 
Right. So, like, I understood what Black Lives Matter meant. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, like, White Lives Matter, stop. Stop. White right. people have enough. Like, white people have enough. But but my thing is that you don't have to say White Lives Matter. You don't have to say All Lives Matter. We know. That, that goes without saying. The thing, the reason why we're saying Black Lives Matter is because because it's showing us the police feel like we don't. Yes. So, we have to enforce that that's just like saying my black is beautiful doesn't mean that your white isn't you know what i'm saying that is a hundred percent true right so it's so it's just like like we have been since we've been on american soil we have been conditioned to be the worst that's the reason why we have to emphasize that my black is beautiful that we have black girl magic we have black boy joy and all that kind of stuff so but again with the police they're acting like we don't matter, so we have to emphasize that we do matter. Do you think there are some police officers? Yeah, I do. I do. Like, I, like um, people who became police Yes, I do believe there's still people it's that far, became police They're far in between, yeah, and the right reason there. why I say far in between is because if you're complacent or if you're silent with what a bad cop does, you're right along with them. exactly. Yeah. It's it's not a lot of them, but it it, yeah. it is good police. Yeah, and you do you will get one every blue moon that's gonna like check their it is, check their it uh, is coworker. Police that but, actually like um, understand what it is to protect and serve. They right. Too, they do. Though. They do, and that's the reason. But but you know what's right and you know what's wrong. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? And and they act like a game. They yeah, are a gang. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They have their they have their their signs. They do they crip walk too. You know what I'm saying? Like they're a fucking gang too. Just like and then they have that what is it, the order of protection or, or they're for uh like like they're masons or some shit. You know what I'm, Yes. Yes. So they have that too. So, you know, and that's that's the toughest gang out there. You know that's what I mean? weird ass shit in Los Angeles. Like go against a Los Angeles detective and see how far you uh make it. Right, Man. right. You could be you could be the dirtiest cop in the world, but your union gonna get if you get fired from this precinct, they gonna take you to another precinct and get you hired. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest gang out here. You know what I mean? But um, but I just like yeah, we don't coming back to yay. That's we a don't left like, yay, ladies and gentlemen. Yay ain't got shit to do with the public. <laughs> right, but <laughs> but I mean, like if he were to come out and be like, everybody hold hands, hands across America type shit, wouldn't nobody say something? He had to do something provocative, you know yeah. what I'm saying, to get people's to get to get the people going, you know what I'm saying, like Will Ferrell. So it's like, like I like I understand. I don't agree, but I understand. You know what I'm saying. And then when he was then when he was able to you know sit down and actually have a conversation with you know with the liquor and the weed, nonetheless, um, I I got it. And that's when I was just like, okay, he's not crazy. He he actually is on to something. You know what I mean? It, it just sometimes he has people, you know, that's in his life that I don't agree with either. Because, I mean, Candace Owens, I don't necessarily agree with either. What is he on to? What is he on to? I don't think he's on to anything. I feel he's like... He's not helping progress anything. Well, he's causing he a lot of chaos right now. So I can get with you on that. Yeah. But... When he sat down, he really articulated the whole point of, 
you know, the Jewish community is set up like this and then and they're over this. How come we don't have that in our community? You know what I'm saying? Like I I okay, I get you. I understand what I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I I I I, I, I get it too. At the same time, you eleven billion strong and growing. So why don't you start it? Because they're the ones that's over it right now. But the thing is, the, the, why is in his mind the default, like the perfect default. I was about like to say, white people I don't, put, yeah. like commercial cosmetic. Why are white people the perfect, like the default? Why did Kanye put Jewish people as the default? He he has the mindset of trying, like he he wants to have um like the acceptance from white people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know that, that was my that that's my whole yeah. thing in a nutshell. Is you know. When he said that, when he's jealous of Jewish people, when he put Kid Cudi and, and, and Chance the Rapper as, as being Jewish minded, is because they don't need uh, the backing or the like, you know, the battery in the back from a white person to do what they're doing, mm-hmm. and he's and he's jealous of that. Especially with Kid Cudi, you got to understand, Kid Cudi was under him. Right. That was, you know, what I'm saying that was his underling. And he went for like regardless of uh, Kanye being worth eleven billion dollars, Kid Cudi is doing things how he wants to do it in his own time, and it fucking destroys Kanye in the mind for real. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a mind fuck. Yeah. It's a mind fuck to him. Yeah. He's like he can't believe and that this, this guy's doing what he wants to do. Right. And it's here great. I am as the richest black man in America. I still go to these white folks. Exactly. Exactly. And and Kid Cudi is free. You know what I'm saying? Kanye, even though he got $11 billion, he's not free. You know what I'm saying? Because he's in a partnership with Adidas. He's in a partnership with Gap. He's in a partnership with Balenciaga. You know what I'm saying? As of now, he's not. Yeah, not currently. But what I'm saying is that he still has to answer to these people. Mm-hmm. And saying? so he hate yeah he, he hate that shit. He don't have to answer to nobody. He yeah. hate that shit. I remember right. when uh it went viral that night. He tried to he, he was trying to check uh Chance the Rapper talking about either you gonna listen to the music or you gonna get the fuck out. And I'm like, oh, now that all makes sense why he was trying to talk to that nigga like that. He was talking to him like that because he was kind of mad that Chance has the ability to be here. And you know what I'm saying? In Dakota, and uh, uh, North uh, Dakota, where this nigga Kanye, uh, yeah, he is. And then has the ability to get the fuck out of there when he wants to. Mm-hmm. So, you telling me, either listen to the music, get the fuck out, that's not killing me at all. I'm gonna just get the fuck out. Right. Because I have the ability to do that. Ain't nobody sucking your dick over here, Kanye. Yeah. So, I, I know what I'm saying? I knew why he mentioned that shit, because I remember that shit went viral. And Chance didn't even give it a second thought about it. He just got the fuck out of there. Right, Because right. you're not going to talk to me like that. Right, like, right. Because it's not making or breaking me to be here. fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. my nigga, like, the fuck, I'm trying to help you. You don't want my help? Cool. Let me get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I saw this tweet that said, uh, y'all kept asking or y'all kept saying that Kanye need a black woman in his life, but y'all didn't think that it was going to be Candace Owens. (laughs) You're right. They manifested Candace Owens. Um, 
Candy's always a special. Uh, she's very special. Like sure. she ain't even special. She just she's she's the guy in every scary movie that like sits in the corner and and whips itself because he hates who he is. Do you need another one? Yes. Yes, I do. Splat. This is Candace Owens. Like, this is the only woman that I know that has the platform that she has. And um, not just once, not just twice, but all the time shits (laughs) on her own people. Yeah. Now, I understand all of everybody that got killed by cops. I understand ain't all of them good. At the same time, it's the fact that it's so easy for them to kill them. Yeah. Hey, why don't you realize that before you start talking about how bad they was as human beings, Candace? And you he- know what white people don't do? Hey, let's let's keep it 100. Out of serial killers and, 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 and carjackers and bank robbers, you know what white people don't do? Talk about how bad they criminals was. They put them in the highlight. You see how they doing Jeffrey Dahmer right now? We can scratch that. We can even go further. Billy the Kid was the most famous white nigga in the world. Billy the fucking kid, a cowboy, was the most famous dude in the world for like a hundred years. Think about it. 1900s to now? Fuck out of here. Candace, it, 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 what the fuck is wrong with you, lady? And I ain't saying it's cool to do that. What I'm saying is, if you're going to build your platform, you ain't got to build your platform on shooting everybody that, you know what I'm saying, that, that had any type of wrongdoing and they passed criminal or otherwise. You don't have to, you don't have to get big by shooting them down because white people sure didn't do it. White people got big by saying, hey, yeah, that was a criminal, but wasn't he so handsome? <laughs> the fuck out of here. Fuck you, Candace. And that's just how I feel. I, you know what I mean? I love you as a black woman, but fuck you, Candace. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't necessarily agree with the whole um, George Floyd documentary, I, I but I will go on record and say I haven't watched it. I know somebody that has. Um, Jerron has. And he has some opinions about that. So maybe maybe next week he can go on the record. Maybe. His opinions. Maybe. But, um, I, at the end of the day, I don't care what happened in his life. Um, it's not going to justify a cop putting a knee on his neck until he expired. Like, he could have been the worst human being, but the judge is not supposed to, or the cop is not supposed to be judge, jury, and executioner. So that that's where you're gonna that's where you're gonna lose me. You know exactly. I mean, like, and the cop didn't know nothing about this man when he did it. He but he what he did know was that he was a black man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? But that's and the he thing. does have those preconceived notions about black men. If and a, that's the reason why he handled him the way that he did. If that cop would have did the same thing to a suburban housewife, 
you think they would have said she died because she had fentanyl in her fucking system? Right. Or she died because she had a fucking grown man's knee on her fucking neck. Right. For nine goddamn minutes. Right. And where's her documentary about what happened to where's her documentary about what happened to like the comments? You pick you pick George Floyd. You pick George Floyd. I, I saw that too. I found that um why it was Right. Important. I understand that he was the catalyst for the yeah. whole thing because that I mean, that did cause a wave similar to Bloody Sunday, which if anybody doesn't know about Bloody Sunday, that's what happened in Selma mm-hmm. during the civil rights movement. They aired what happened. And the reason why they aired what happened was that they had to reach the world, white America, with what happened on Bloody Sunday. And because they needed white America to come down there and march with them. You know what I'm saying? And so the it was the perfect setup for this video because we've been seeing videos of cops killing people or killing black people. We've been seeing that. But because the pandemic happened, everybody's sitting down on their phone not doing shit. So now this video has went viral, but it went super viral because everybody's at home not doing shit. You know what I'm saying? On their phone. So it went like way, it probably was way worse than what it would have been had we not had the pandemic. So I get it. But again, if you want to make, I mean, if you want to make a documentary, make a documentary about Elijah Cummings. Make a documentary. No, or is that, no, his name is Elijah McCain, McClain. Excuse me. Right. Right. Make a documentary about what happened with Philando Castile. You know what I'm saying? But these people that completely were doing zero, zero negative, you know what I'm saying, were abiding by the laws and the rules and everything. They got killed unjustly. And the cops walked. You're not making a documentary about that. You want to make a documentary about the George Floyd situation. That just, that's just, that's foul to me. And I know why you're doing it. You're doing that to appeal to the people that uh, are on the alt-right. I mean, it's the thing. Yeah. It's like, you know. You're doing that for um, clicks and views and for money. Not to get off yeah. yay, but, you know, it it takes a special type of woman to look at herself and hate the people that look like her. And on top of that, it takes another special type of per- a woman that'll look at herself and hate the people she with, but then go and suck a white dick. Like, just imagine looking at yourself like, I can't stand you, and then eating a raw piece of chicken. A raw piece of chicken? This, would it be chicken? Just imagine this shit. Wouldn't it be like a hot dog? I, I don't know. All I'm saying is, just imagine, this is Candace. This is Candace. I'm with y'all 100%. But I chose to suck a raw piece of chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Because Miss Pat said white dicks look like raw pieces of chicken. I'm sticking with it. (laughs) Miss Pat. Shout out to Miss Pat. She is a a, a great comedian. Um, The show is awesome. The show is awesome. What I'm saying is like you know, we we have to look at it at, in a point where this lady is just fucking flawed. And then back to Ye. Yeah. You got Ye listening to a flawed woman and making these rash and shit. He's, he's not looking shit up. 
he's just listening to this wrong ass woman and then these wrong ass outright people. Yeah. And he's just making his assumptions. And the thing about uh, what I wanted to uh, uh, talk to you uh, about is you saying he was uh, making this shit full uh, surface. No, he wasn't. For me, every time he was supposed to give you the right answer, he'll start and then he'll go somewhere else. Like, for example, this nigga said some shit like this. Um, yeah, so what I would do if I was president, remember Art I Know? If y'all don't know Art I Know, he's like a famous artist, like Art I Know. He said, he said, and I quote, like he got totally off of what the fuck niggas was talking about. And that's the reason why I said that you needed the three and a half hour. (laughs) (laughs) So that means. But I get him. Yeah, but I get him because I think like that too. I can think about one thing and 10 different things will come up before I get back to that one thing that I was initially thinking. So I understand what he, I understand how he thinks. Maybe that, maybe that's a creative mind that your mind just goes like that, you know, but I, I understand. But again, you need a three and a half hour interview to flush some things out. You know what I'm saying? So that's, yeah. that's the reason why, like, towards the end, they was like, oh, why didn't you just say that? You know what I'm saying? So I I understood. Only like, thing that made sense to me in that whole interview is him saying I needed to go on Drink Champs in order to run for the presidency. Because he was right. The only way I'm going to get a lot of, of black people to understand what I'm saying is if I get at least one black person who they know is 100% nigga to co-sign me, and that's Noriega. And then Noriega. <laughs> and then Noriega. So, yeah. That's it. That's all he needed. He see, kept saying it through the whole interview. Yeah, he kept. Because and, all he needed is one. That, like, one. I need yeah. one influential black person. And he's black like me. So that nigga's black and he got a little bit of that Spaniard in it. So he's black like me. And all he needs is that to co-sign. And it's a bunch of motherfuckers that going to ride with Because all he got to say is the Yala fucking with the Yala, the Yala. Hey, Yala. I would say Nori Tyler is still good. He did. That's what they said. But see, this is my problem with Noriega. So, um, like I said, in my personal favorite, he is one of my favorite rappers. Or one of them, at least. Still one of my favorite rappers. Noriega. I love You are dope as fuck. And then you started the reggae tone movement. Everybody... Everybody that ever knows me knows I bumped the shit out of reggaeton and I tell everybody I learned that shit from Noriega. But I was on him before the reggaeton was famous. That's when he was. I was too. What I'm saying saying, is. I I mean, yes, you're right. He did, you know, start that or whatever. But hold on. But. (laughs) But I'm I'm just saying, like, I didn't. I stopped kind of listening to him that tough. When the reggaeton came in, I uh, was on uh, him. Okay, reggaeton, like the I was on him, like the war report. Yeah, you have to home. be. You know what I'm saying? Like I was on him when he first went solo. Like that's when I was on. Um, but I had to lose some respect for him because I don't like how he handled the Yay interview backlash. 
because he went on a whole apology tour, you know, about it. Now, I understand you coming out being like, hey, these are not my views. However, I'm going to give him this platform to say, because like I would give anybody platforms to say what, to say what he needs to say to get the shit off his chest because of freedom of speech, blase, blase, whatever the case may be. Um, but the way that they, the way that he was handling it, like he talking about, he wish he never did the interview. He can't come back. I just was like, this is some straight <laughs> bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like how you, you get, you get a little bit of pressure and you turn your back on this man. You know what I'm saying? Why you was like, really like, this is going to be like one of the biggest while you're doing the interview. Like, I just was like, and it, and it is like, let's just keep it real. When yay goes there, it's one of the biggest views. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every time. You're 100% you know what I'm right. saying? I, and especially coming off of the, the big controversy that he's on right now, of oh, course, man. of course it's going to be huge, you know? Because like he like he's doing all these other um interviews and then <laughs> Yeah, so he's doing all these other interviews and and then like he did um undisputed um what is what is it called? The shop undisputed. Yeah. And they're not even gonna air that. And so then he goes to drink champs, they air it, and then they take it off. Like, y'all succumbed to that much pressure. I don't think that pressure was that much to where y'all would have took it off. You know what no, I mean? but then it's But then it goes back to what Kanye was saying, the people the people that are in charge, the powers that be. You, Because look what happened with Nick Cannon. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody had to explain to me what, because I listened to it several times, and I'm like, I don't hear what y'all hearing. Like, it didn't make sense to me why he had all that backlash. When they said what he said was anti-Semitic, you know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, but he had all that backlash from what he said. So of course, if somebody's flat out saying this, that, and the third, of course there was gonna be somebody, you know. But you know, I whether it was his decision or not, he's going on a whole press run, making it seem like. It was his decision, so. Well, I'm, I, you know what? I'm not going to push this conversation any further. What I will say is this. Uh, I'm in uh, 100% agreement with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as the anti-Semitic thing, I, I'm agreement. I, I'm in agreements with Ye. Um, because of the whole stigma of um, what Jewish and Jew is. You know, it's it, that's always been a controversy. Um, you can do your research on your own. I'm not going to go further into it. I understand that it, there are black Jews. And I do believe that the majority of us are, have descend, are descendants of Jews because we're descendants of the Most High, which is uh, God and Jesus Christ. Um, I ain't going to put the pressure on that, but... Kanye was right when he said he can't be anti-Semitic because if he's anti-Semitic, then when you say fuck that nigga, fuck that bitch, you are anti-Semitic too. I totally agree with it. I literally was just thinking of that. Um, yeah. But nobody says nothing yeah, when you say that. Nobody says that. You so, know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm, again, we're going we gonna to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. And what I will say is 
again, like I've told everybody, Kanye's not crazy. He knows exactly what he's doing. Um, y'all can think it's anti-Semitic, and y'all can think that you know what Kanye is saying is uh, is uh, uh, not right. But he has a lot of truth in in the things he's saying. And for you to take his interview off the air is putting fuel to Kanye's fire. So what I'm gonna do is fall back and listen to this. Um, I don't know. I, I can't call him a coon, but he is a coon, so I call him an anti-coon. Like niggas say, anti-hero. I, I'm going to listen to this anti-coon do what he do. That's it. But I'm not going to I'm I'm not gonna um, feed off into it, and I'm not going to put no more uh, fuel to his fire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that on that. Um, next up is um, the top five iconic interviews so top five iconic interviews you want to go first or you want me to i can go first okay oh and before we do that um derek said killer mike for president (laughs) i would totally get behind that (laughs) all right so top five iconic interviews all right so um starting off is number one my top five uh, would be um, the Neverland Ranch Oprah and Michael Jackson interview. Mm, okay, that would be number one. Uh, my number two would be the uh, I forgot the lady's name, but uh, OJ Simpson after he got uh, he got charged not guilty. Mm. That's a great interview. Um, I don't know if I've seen that. Oh shit, you gotta see that because yeah. this nigga OJ is a beast. Um, and my number three would be uh, R. Kelly and what is it, Trevace? Tra- uh, Torre. Torre. Because, I mean, Define Teenage is yeah. it's just iconic. Yeah. Uh, after my number four would be Trick Daddy, Drink Champs, Eat a Booty Game. Mm, yeah. Just can't get no you, you can't get no liver than that. But you know, sidebar, his interviews with the Breakfast Club, it doesn't matter which one, they're all entertaining. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, he's just an entertaining dude. And then um uh before I mention my uh, my final one, I'm gonna do um my honorable mention would be Boosie and every Vlad fucking interview I've ever seen Boosie. Same one we had with the uh, breakfast club. Uh, Michael Job White in every interview I've seen him in Vlad. But my my top five, my 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 five, my fifth in this would have to be um, Dream Champs with Puff Daddy, Fabulous. And Jadakiss. Hmm. I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, okay. Puffy was really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so my top five: um, Whitney Houston, Diane Sawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Crack is whack. Yeah. Crack is whack. That's why I started laughing because yeah. like. 
Oh, she purely lied. Like, right. <laughs> um, Soulja Boy, The Breakfast Club. Dre. Dre. <laughs> yes. Um, Jocelyn, when she um did Wendy Williams a couple years ago, that shit went off the rails, and that was TV gold. I didn't even. I don't. I don't remember that. One. She. She's done. Yeah, she did. Um, she did it. She did it to um, promote Jocelyn's Cabaret season two, mm. and that was you know during the pandemic. So she was on the TV, and she basically checked Wendy Williams and was just like, "You don't bring people up, you know." And Wendy was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like <laughs> to where she was just like, "Can we unplug this thing?" Like. <laughs> So, like, fuck this bitch. Right. <laughs> when my dreams are fulfilled, like, get the fuck, get your weird ass out of here. Right. Um, another one is uh, Amarosa when she was on Bethany, on Bethany's show. Um, if anybody that knows, Bethany Frankel is a um, New York housewife, former New York housewife. Mm. She's like the most. Successful out of the whole French, out of the whole franchise of Housewives, um, she's like a she's as successful as Nene. But um, but yeah, she used to have a show. She has a talk show, and Amarosa checked the entire sleeves off of her on her own show. So I would encourage anybody to go online and watch that. Um, let's see, uh, Judge Mathis and Wendy Williams. I do remember. Yeah, like he checked her, cussed her out, everything. That was Radio Wendy. Um, was that five? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was five. Yeah. So, um, my honorable mention is Soldier Boy on DJ Vlad when he was um explaining that home invasion. <laughs> I was like, bah, bah, bah. yeah. So, um, and then also, um, R. Kelly and Gail King. You killing me with this? I don't even know how to all time people. Robert, <laughs> Robert, Robert, <laughs> Robert. She so, was yeah. so calm, Robert. Yeah, right. And I'm glad she went on record saying like I was not doing anything. Like, people try to put that on her, you know. But she was just like I was. You can tell she wasn't scared. Was not going. But you know how you know how folks try to do that, you know. But yeah. She was just like, I was not scared. He was not going to hurt me out. He wouldn't hurt me. Not one bit. So, but yeah. But yeah, those are my top five. So, um, now let's move on to the fucked up song of the podcast. Did we get everything? Yeah, we did everything. No, we didn't. What didn't we do? We missed, uh... Oh, low vibrational ass coach. No, remember we said we were gonna say that. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Sorry y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry y'all, cause I was I, I was about to go in on this help. Yeah, remember we said we was gonna say that. So, um, the fucked up song. Hold on, hold on, hold on, cause mm-hmm. we got people to just walk back in. Okay. So, before we go anywhere. Y'all have seen interviews, right? Yeah. <laughs> what are your top five interviews? 
Yeah, we putting y'all on blast right now. Yeah. It don't have to be recent. It just got to be your top five. Well, just give us one. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you, well, yeah. I would say one that's like kind of like affected me recently is, um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but Shard Buff did an interview with, oh my God, dude, uh, Shane from The Walking Dead. I hate to call, I don't know his real name, but he did an interview with him and Shard was going in on just the death of like, being being abusive and um, just like his narcissism oh, and stuff like that. Yeah, he yeah, pretty so much like, admitted to everything. I seen a clip yeah. of that and he broke down crying and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like you said, just of what a narcissist, especially a white man, what money, like what his psyche can like really go through and go to. Yeah. Yeah, and Charlotte Buff been rich since he was like eleven. Right, because yeah. I used yeah. to watch Even Stevens. So. Everybody did. We <laughs> fucked with Even Stevens. Right. What about you? Um any of the very few I The what? Oh yeah, yeah. Eileen Warnos, she was the like the prostitute, and she murdered these men who raped. Her I remember that. Yes. And they put her to death. And she had like some fucking girl, but I think it was like young. She started off like as a child, you know, prostitute, and like was abused and like on every single level, yeah. out a hundred percent. And then as an adult, she was like, fuck this. Like, I'm not about to be raped again. And so she killed men who yeah, tried to rape her, know. as she should have, because dead men don't rape. <laughs> dead men don't rape. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to be laughing at that, but that makes so I, much that's sense. Why she, that's why she's like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they her to death. They put her to death. She's like, what should I do? They did that with her. So, yeah. I don't understand why I found that so... Um, comical, but it's the truth. Like, dead I mean, men don't like, rape. They don't. They don't rape. That is a fact. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to look that up. Is that the lady that um, Charlize Theron? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I knew I, that sounded familiar. Yeah. 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 So that so monster is about her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that was a good movie. No, she was really painted to be like. Absolutely crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, you know. I, I remember seeing, like, stuff from her, like, when I was a kid, and I'd be like, oh my God, she's crazy. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. And then I got older, I was like, you know what? Like, I actually really think like her. So mm-hmm. either I'm also crazy, or, like, she really got a point, and they fucked that woman over. And you're yeah. just really not going to keep on getting raped by truckers. Like, no. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah, her uh, yeah yeah. I remember that shit. That shit was yeah. that, that shit right. was weird. Yeah. yeah, right. Being a sex worker in general is like just not easy to do. But like, trust me, I remember when. No, nah, I'm just lying. I never been a sex worker. I Don't mean, look at me like that, Lindsay. Like goddamn, he was like, "What you about to say now?" Like no. Like where are we going with this? That was a joke. <laughs> Continue, Tess. I am so sorry. I mean, like it's just not a great environment. I thought I wanted to do when I was younger, and now I'm doing it. Um, and like just to imagine like the worst of the worst on top of that, like, it's just, mm-hmm. it just 
I'd kill a motherfucking penis, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Probably for a lot less, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah and yeah. Yeah and yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That was right. That was right. definitely oh, worth that. waiting for, people. Yeah. Before we got you the fucked up song of the week. Right. So um, but yeah. I think that was a good song. It was, yeah. I think my top five was amazing. Just cause my top five had the Neverland Ranch in it, bitch. Like yeah, I don't yeah, it didn't. <laughs> Everybody wanted to go to the Neverland Ranch. Fuck out of here. If you didn't want to go to the Neverland Ranch, you was a whole ass nigga. Yeah. I think. It's a great interview. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was We got to see this nigga dancing. I mean, not dancing, but like, you know, feeding fucking giraffes and elephants and shit. And evade questions. (laughs) Why would I? Yeah, because it's going to come out that I didn't touch them babies. I did feed him wine though. Like, fuck it. I did. I did. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So, fucked up song in the podcast. Neverland Ranch. Yeah. Great, great place to visit. Don't want to live there. But I do. I I wish I did. If I had enough money, I'd buy it. Fucked up song of the podcast. (laughs) 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 It is coming to you. By Post Malone. It is I Fall Apart. Ooh. So you can go on ahead and read that. Why you want me to read it? Because you sound awesome when you read. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> I sound like a fifth grader who is just now learning his vocabulary. Get the fuck well, out of here. You need the practicing. There you go. <laughs> you are disrespectful. All right. <laughs> Intro. Ooh. I fall apart. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Mm, yeah. First one. She told me that I'm not enough. Yeah. And she left me with a broken heart. Yeah. She fooled me twice and it's all my fault. Yeah, she cut too deep, now she left me scarred, yeah, yes, yeah, bear with me people, I'm doing it, now, I'm, now, I'm sorry, now there's so many thoughts going through my brain. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm taking these shots like it's Novocaine. Yeah. Of Ooh. I fall apart. Down to my core. Ooh. I fall apart. Down to my core, ooh, didn't know it before. Surprised when she caught me off guard. All this damn jewelry that I bought. And you was my shorty, I thought. No, yeah. Verse two. <laughs> you asked for this. 
Never caught up feeling this hard. Harder than the liquor I pour. Tell me you don't want me no more. But I can't let you go. Everybody told me so. Feeling like I sold my soul. Devil in the form of a whore. Devil in the form of a whore. You said it, no, you said it, no, you said it. We were better, oh, ooh. I fall apart. I fall apart. Down to my core. I fall apart, down to my core, ooh, didn't know it before, surprise when you caught me off guard, all this damn jewelry I bought, you was my shorty at the No, I'm not looking for reassurance. I'm trying to look her dead in the face. Because she wanted me to see this. Ooh. I, I mean, hey, shout out to Young M.A. I fucks with Young M.A. Ooh. Bridge. Oh, it's a bridge. Yeah. Ice keep pouring and the drink keep flowing. Trying to brush it off, but it keep on going. Uh, covered in the scars that I can't keep showing. Whipping in the foreign and the tears keep growing. Ice keep dripping and the drink keep flowing. Trying to brush it all off, but it keeps on going. All these scars, excuse me, can't help from showing. Whipping in the foreign and these tears keep blowing. Yeah! <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I fall apart down to my core. Ooh, I fall apart down to my last cause. Ooh, didn't know it before. Surprise when you caught me off guard. All this damn jewelry I bought. And you was my shorty at the All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I told you I have a ghetto in. Listen, for y'all that don't know y'all, I am like. Totally ghetto emo. I swear to God, I will go there if I need to. There it is. You did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I was, was there. a young boy, my father took me into the city to see a marching band. <laughs> I relate. Yeah. <laughs> Love it or hate it, you should have seen me at the gala. That's what I was going for at the gala. 
Oh my motherfucking god. And I poured it off with my bands. You see, you, you feel fair? Where you white, but you my nigga. Cause that's what I was. I swear I was like, no, nah, I was like, nah. I told, I, I swear I told Jasmine at night. I said I'm going for my ghetto emo look, and she did. She wouldn't let me take my shirt out because I wanted to take my shirt out so it can be the best and the long and, and and the long shirt underneath. And she was like, don't do it. And I wanted to do it. You still have uh, I'm short. I'm five seven. Yeah, I know. And and the all the more reason. I'm only long where it counts, people. Nah, that's a lie. I'm I'm sad. I want to be like when I was a young boy. No. <laughs> All right, so I fall apart by Post Malone. <laughs> we what totally went off. Yeah. We totally went on the left. We went to clothes. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, what are your thoughts? Ooh, um, I'm not even gonna lie. Uh yeah, that is a fucked up song and I think I've said this before in many of our podcasts. Um, you know, uh, sometimes you 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 become a simpleton when it comes to a bitch. I I, I promise to God, I I just um, I I never was a sucker when it came to a whore, but he was. He fell. Yeah, he fell hard whore. for a whore. And like I've never did that, but I still understand your plight because I know niggas to this day that I fuck with that uh, used to be married um, to the bitch uh, to a bitch that uh, that we all ran a train on, and they was the last nigga to fuck this bitch. Like real shit. I, I know this to this day. I'm talking about hand to the Bible. I know three niggas that got married to a bitch that we ran a train on. And they was the last ones. And after they fucked, that was their girlfriend all of a sudden. We like, nigga, she just fucked the camp. Yeah. Yeah. So, point of view from the other side of that, you're saying, like, we ran a train on her. You mean y'all were that easy for her to go and run through you? Like, just like that. Exactly. She was. Because we were 17 and we didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? More power to her. More power to her. And then the last one. Yeah, and she was just like a fucking tarantula. I'm not gonna lie, I was a super whore. Um, What I'm saying is, she, like a tarantula, she picked that last fly and was like, "Mm, I'm gonna eat off you forever. (laughs) And he fell for the bullshit. Oh, so it's her fault. I ain't saying it's her fault. What I'm saying is, that nigga was like, as soon as I get in this shit, that shit mine. Yeah, he was. Oh, Why did he have to be stupid, though? I mean, she could have had a brilliant person. 
That could have been her only trade. Does he complain about her being a whore? <laughs> I don't know why that no, was Okay, funny. I guess that's important. Did he complain about does he complain about her being a whore? Uh I know at least uh if one of if one if one of those relationships when he get drunk he be bringing that shit up all the time and I'll be like, you can't really bring that up because you the one that told your wife this shit. Yeah, and like he knew how he knew who she mm-hmm. was before that was yep. so yeah, he he's stupid. He complains about it like you're stupid. Yeah, exactly. I just feel like not any nigga lawyer, who decides if you're a part of a train, and this is just my opinion, I'm not saying this is for everybody, y'all, but I'm saying in my opinion, if you were the dude that runs a train with the rest of your homeboys and you decide to make that 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 chick your steady, your girl, the one that you're rocking with, then you deserve all the controversy that comes with it. Meanwhile, my virgin ass can't get a text back. Meanwhile, your virgin ass is a lie. <laughs> you ain't been a virgin since the summer of motherfucking 97. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Soon as Macaulay Culkin died from them beast things, you was getting that pussy busted over. No, I was not. I'm, joke, I'm joking, y'all. I'm joking, y'all. But I was just... No. When my girl was no being made, my girl was being found. Fuck out of here. Anyway, I fall apart. Yeah. I fall apart. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I fall apart. You know, he cried. He was hurt. He was butt hurt. <laughs> he was hurt. Yeah. yeah. But if you if, if you've seen any of the uh the music or the um the videos that Post Malone made before he got famous, he was just a regular old and I ain't even gonna say regular. He was like a uh he was a different type of dude, so I can see that happening to him. Oh yeah. I How just much do you think he tried to crying and stuff? Like, he maybe did that and he's like, Yeah, like it hurt a little bit, but I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't even gonna lie. I think that his emotions are real, but the actions. I'm gonna tell you the honest to God truth. Maybe now. But probably like in the beginning, probably not. He probably was really going through it. Because I mean, we gotta we gotta remember when he first came out, he was what, 20 years old? Mm -hmm. He was real green. I will say this as a person who um uh, used to rap and also used to write poetry. It's so easy to when you're talking about something real, it, it doesn't have it's nothing fake about it. When you're talking about something real to you, it's so easy for you to cry. It's been a plenty of songs I've rapped on where I've cried because I felt it so much. So I can't say that like he rehearsed it. I just feel like every time he said it out loud, it just made him cry because. I had a He's song called that Pictures place. that I wrote about my sister. And every time I performed that song, I, I always cried. Yeah, because you're going back to that place. And you could be so many years removed. How many times you cried? I don't, I don't know, because I've only seen him performing maybe twice. Yeah, and then on top of that, it's such a big fan favorite that he doesn't even have to sing it no more. 
Mm-hmm. Like if you watch a performance, the crowd is singing it, y'all. So yeah, it's a huge fan favorite. So, but you know, like <clears throat> people nowadays, they into that woe is me, dark music. That's the reason why the weekend and Janae Aiko, they're so huge. Because that's their subgenre. I, I would say, depressing no, I would say music. black people are tripping on Janae. I would, like you were saying, uh, like goth emo feminism, that gets dark. And so I've been, we've been into that. Music has been out like that. Mm-hmm. Music is just now transferring over to uh, the black community more so. Right. So Ooh. I'm glad that you said that. Because now we're speaking on that, I can put this nationally. Because I know me and you done had this conversation. But I'm going to say this to my people in the world. Um, what y'all are lacking, if you are one of those kids that think that you are uh, a Juice World fan or um, XX Young fan, you know as a, uh, as a performer or entertainer or a rapper, you know what y'all not doing? Y'all not taking the basics of emo and and, and putting, you know what I'm saying, and, uh, what they, you know what I'm saying, the 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 vibe that they put and making a song. I used to tell Jasmine all the time, like, you know what a what, what would be dope is if a nigga took um a uh a, 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 a snow patrol song. And blended it in with, you know what I'm saying, with a Juice World song and made a record. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna just give y'all that game. That's it. I'm, that's it. I'm gonna just, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all where y'all act like y'all wanna be. I'm gonna tell y'all where y'all need to be. I think it. I, I, I'm a, I'm, I'm a definitely be a fan. I have another. I don't understand why this song is problematic. Am I, to- am I the toxic one here? Um, <clears throat> I don't think the song is necessarily problematic. I think it's a. I think it is in the category of fucked up because of what happened or transpired. He's he's fucked up. Oh, explain. Yeah, like the whole situation. Like he fell super hard for this girl, new girl player. He's fucked up behind it. Hence why it's a fucked up song. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. No, I was like, what, what you know, the lyrics you got to tell me about it, but it's mm. emotional, like, no, like, like when inspiration we, song. Yeah, like when, when I um, pick a fucked up song, it doesn't necessarily mean like, damn, what he said was fucked up. It could be an emotion, you know, yeah. or a situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like how we did um, Genuine, There It Is, how he didn't yeah. necessarily get why it would be fucked. Well, it's a fucked up, toxic ass situation. You know what I'm saying? Well, for me, I feel like that's 100% right for a man to be thinking, bitch, I paid a house note, the car note, all this. Why you ain't sucking my dick from the back and shutting the fuck up? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) See? I'm just saying. I paid a house note, car note, and all you do is complain? The fuck out of here. Yeah, that's a yeah. fucked up song. Yeah, it's a fucked up because the situation. Why do I have to go through this? Yeah. It's a, it's a chick down the street that'd be like, fuck it. I'm yeah. put my shoelaces in. I'm suck your dick in the morning. Like, right. fuck. And then our most favorite fucked up song is that yeah, Trey Song song. Yeah, Me yeah. for you, infidelity too. No, and Me one, for you is is yeah. my best song ever. Yeah. 
But but what he's saying in the shit is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So it a fucking but that's how I look. Yeah. That's how. Honest to God, that's how I look. Me for you. You have to listen to me for you. You have to listen to infidelity too. It's me for me for you. Infidelity too by Crazy. Oh, that's a song. It's a song. Now, disclaimer. Wait, so I thought you were talking about the situation in general. Oh, no. I'm talking about to say disclaimer. No, when I brought it up, I said this is a fucked up song that is our favorite.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.Yes.
Hey, hey, that was you know, my shit. It was so bad is that that was on Pennsylvania Thanksgiving. When my nephew was two, was in like I was I used to get him every day daycare. Played the shit out of that album to where that's where he basically learned how to talk. <laughs> I can believe it. I can believe it. And he used to be like, Auntie. Na 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 na. I'm like, so you want to hear na 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 na? Yup. Like, like it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. So, and he's 14 now. Oh my god. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, that's how I do this thing. Shout out to nephew. Right. But yeah, so, he's two years old, and like, hey. Oh, and then I used to play neighbors know my name real bad with him. Yeah, I'm that auntie. So he used to, at, you know, at the end, and he'd be like, "Ow, ow!" <laughs> he used to do that. <laughs> he used to what? do it just right off the end. Let him play, he'd be like, "Ow, ow!" <laughs> and then he'd be like, "The nah, fact that I know that's nah, how exactly nah, I nah, sound nah, is so right? funny to me." Yes, I'm telling you, I got him on tape doing that. Ow, ow, and he'll. I have him on tape with a bag of chips, and he just in the chips. Name, name. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's fly as fuck. You should keep that because you got to embarrass him when he starts. Oh, yeah. I'm playing it at his wedding. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, so that was the fucked up song <laughs> of the podcast. Yes, it Post was. Malone, I Fall Apart. Um, do you have any? Uh, I don't have any final thoughts. So, what's Jerry's final thoughts? Um. Oh, and I'm, shout out to the audience for coming. Yay! Yeah, shout out to the little you know what I'm saying? We, we little job run we did. Shout out to Tess. Yeah. Shout out to uh, my baby Jazz. Um. I don't really have a long drawn um. Uh, Jerry's final thought, but I will say this: with everything that we uh we've listened to with uh the uh, Jason Lee thing with uh, the Kanye thing. Um, you know, we really got to watch out for people who are actually there for us and who are going to um, be around for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. We should never be in any situation where we're caught up in something that we say or something that we do jeopardizes not only our bag, but... Um, are uh, the content of our character, like uh, Martin Luther King would say. And um, I also say this, my grandma taught me, if you can't stand up for yourself, you can't stand up for nobody. So, I guess my final thoughts is to be brave, to understand what we got to go through, and understand that all of us go through the same thing. We just all choose different paths. And as always, take care of yourself and others. All right. <clears throat> so that is episode 62 of the Ish That We Talk. Well, let's say that right. The Ish We Talk is the name. We keep wanting to say that we talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that is episode 62 of the Ish We Talk. And we will see you guys Next week for episode 63. Exactly. We going live, bitch. Right. Bye.